Saturdays are for the boys, and the boys are back on the gridiron. Welcome to today's broadcast of Lawrence High School Cardinals football, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx. Underwritten by Ryder University. Discover Ryder University at a fall open house. Register today at ryder.edu slash open house. As the cards warm up for today's fight on the field, let's throw the mic over to Sean Johnson and Zach Helfer for the pregame show, only on 107.7 The Bronx. Welcome to Lawrence Cardinals football on your 2022 National Association of Broadcasters Marconi Award nominee for best college radio station of the year 1077 The Bronx WRRC FM. My name is Trey Wright alongside Sean Johnson. I am filling in for Zach Helfer for tonight's game of the, uh, between the Lawrence Cardinals and the West Windsor Plainsboro United football team here today. Zach is up in Buffalo, New York at a wedding. Best, reg- uh, best of luck to him and his close companions. He's probably diving through a table right now now for part of the Bills Mafia. But Sean, great to be uh, filling in for him here tonight and third game of the season for Lawrence. Set to be a good one. Yeah, thanks, Trey. Uh, you know, glad to have you here. Uh, and uh, shout out to Zach. Uh, hope he's having fun at that wedding over there. But uh, regardless, we got some football to look forward to today. Indeed, we do. And it has been quite a tale of two cities in terms of the last two games for the Cardinals entering tonight's game with a record of one and one. We go back to the first game of the season against Princeton High with a 35 to 12 win over the Tigers. Then the next uh, last week against Hopewell Valley is the exact opposite in terms of uh, scoring uh, because Lawrence let up 35 points and compared into the 35 they put over the Tigers falling 35 to 6 to the Bulldogs last Friday night and it's been a, a passing game has been little to none for the Cardinals and it's uh, been very little and very inconsistent I would say so myself but the, uh, in conver- conversely to that the running game has been spectacular look at some of these stats for Jihad Dix and Condre Soto uh, Soto leading the charge when it comes to the running offensive with 188 yards, three touchdowns in two games. Soto, uh, excuse me, Dick's not far behind with the, uh, 97 yards and two touchdowns to boot. Tack on Alex Fernandez touchdown back in week one against Princeton. A pick six touchdown back in week one against Princeton. So overall, rushing attack pretty good, but they definitely need to work on the passing attack, especially uh, here tonight against uh, West Windsor Plainsboro. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what uh, Dixon Soto can do for tonight, but last week we also saw Dane Bates kind of get mixed into the rushing game. Dane Bates uh, in at fullback. Uh, Keandre Soto wasn't really able to get involved too much last week. That's where most of Dick's stats came as uh, Keandre Soto really popped off in that first game against Princeton, getting all three of his touchdowns, probably around 170 yards in that game alone. Yeah, and then we flip over to the West Windsor Plainsboro United sign. For wondering why we're not saying North or South, this is a co-op team between the West, uh, two West Windsor Plainsboro schools, uh, between the Pirates and the Knights. So we're just going to be calling them United tonight instead of Pirate Knights or anything like that. But same kind of deal when it comes to the in- same incons- inconsistency as Lawrence. They open up their season with a shutout over S- uh, Southern High School, a 28-0. And then last week they fell to Hamilton West 20-7. And they've got a really good pass attack. Stay, uh, looking at their stats, uh, their main quarterback, uh, number nine, Connor Satajaru, uh, with 14, is 14 for 24 this season, 178 yards passing. Only one interception, hasn't thrown a touchdown, but still a lot of yards. And when it comes to receiving, Ryan Besky, uh, one, recep- uh, one reception with uh, two yards, no touchdowns in that regard. But same with Lawrence. The running game has been the is key for this uh, West Windsor Plainsboro team. Three touchdowns, all rushing between Besky, Will Carter, and Amir Jones. So same kind of situation between the Cardinals and United when it comes to the rushing attack. 
Yeah, I mean, looking at this United team, it looks like they've struggled to really get it going offensively. Amir Jones, pretty much their top runner with one touchdown, 23 attempts and 46 yards. So really only averaging two yards a game or two yards a play, excuse me. And uh, this Lawrence team, you know, they did play a pretty tough Hopewell Valley uh, team last week. So it was, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of look at that score as a little fluky, but I think, uh, you know, I, I think this defense will be able to hold this United team to uh, probably not a lot of points tonight. Hopefully that is the case. And you see the last couple, uh, last time the Cards and United faced was last year on senior day at the at Lawrence so that was an absolute just if you were if there were high, were high school betting the over would have been the way to go 50 to 47 loss for Lawrence coming down to the final touchdown with 11 seconds to go in the fourth quarter for United heartbreaking loss especially on senior day for the Cardinals so do you think we see uh, see them get revenge here on United well, I'll tell you what, I don't think that's this score is going to be run up as much as 50-47. Uh, uh, I think defensive coordinator Nate Jones for our Lawrence Cardinals has done a great job with this defense so far. And yes, they did let up 35 points last week. But again, I think that Hopewell Valley team was very good. And I think, uh, you know, they were just outmatched. Indeed it is. So what are your expectations for tonight's game? Two teams both coming into this game one and one with really a polarizing games on uh, both sides of the ball between both teams. So what are your general expectations for tonight's game? So uh, coming into this game and really going forward into the schedule for Lawrence, you know, as we were talking to Coach Rob Raddus in the coach's clipboard, he said that a lot of these games are 50-50 games. So honestly, if you ask me, I think I'm going to take Lawrence in this game. Of course, we're rooting for him, so we'd like to say that. But uh, I think the running game is going to be a big part for them today. And if they can get that going and establish that early, they'll be able to get the, you know, the passing game probably going as well, to, you know, mixing a little play action. Indeed you are. We will be right back with uh, uh, talking with Coach Rob, Head Coach Rob Raddus ahead of tonight's matchup between the West Windsor Plainsburg United and your Lawrence Cardinals right here on 1077 The Bronx at uh, WRRC. High School Football on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Ryder University's Fall Open House. Discover Ryder University at a Fall Open House. Located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, Ryder's 280-acre campus provides an inclusive and vibrant living and learning community for students throughout the region and around the world. Explore the campus alongside a friendly and knowledgeable student tour guide and see our favorite spots, including the residence halls, Daly's Dining Hall, Cranberries, the pub, and beautiful Centennial Lake. Meet with faculty and current students who will tell you more about life on campus and how Riders Engage Learning Program connects students with high-impact professional experiences. Financial aid counselors will also be available to answer questions about scholarship and aid opportunities. All students who visit will receive an application fee waiver. Plus, attending a Rider open house can help you earn $1,000 for textbooks. Rider is where your future begins. Register today at rider.edu forward slash open house. That's rider.edu forward slash open house to see what it's like to be a Ryder Bronk. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Progressive Veterinary Care, 390 Route 518, Skillman. Your furry family members provide you unconditional love every day, and during this time of uncertainty, their positivity can instantly lift your spirits. The team at Progressive Veterinary Care is here to provide exceptional care to keep your pets happy and healthy. To make sure humans stay safe, they are offering curbside care. Simply call 609 333 80 
9686. When you arrive for your appointment, a Progress Vets team member will bring your pet into the office to conduct their examination and bring your fur baby back to your vehicle. Payments can be made over the phone. If you're not sure if your pet requires medical attention, you could set up a telehealth consultation via Zoom and a team member can help you determine if your pet needs to be seen. You could order your pet's meds via their online pharmacy at ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. The office is open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., Saturday till 1. Though things may be uncertain right now, one thing you know for sure is that your pet will continue to love you unconditionally. For updates and more information about their services, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, Salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 29 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. We're back with more of the Lawrence High School Cardinals pregame show, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx. We've still got some time before the opening kickoff, so let's go down to the sidelines and chat with head coach Rob Raddus ahead of tonight's matchup. I'm Zach Helfer here with 1077 WRRC, and joining us for the coach's clipboard, as always, is Coach Rob Raddus. How are we doing tonight, Coach? Hey, Zach, how are you? Good to see you again, man. Yeah, no, great to see you. So uh, let's get started. Um, you know, tough game the other night against uh, Hopewell Valley. Uh, what do you think went wrong Friday against Hopewell? I mean, they seem to have the edge in physicality, I would say, and kind of took advantage of that throughout the game. I thought they had, we didn't have good matchups on the offensive line and their defensive line. I thought their, their two inside guys, one uh, Luke Riley and this other, other kid, number 90, were uh, really strong players, and I think that, they were able to kind of fight off some of our double teams on them, and, and a couple things went their way early when they sort of blocked our punt and set up early field position, and then they blocked the field goal. It just, they just seemed more aggressive than we were. We had hoped for a better showing. We thought that you know we could have done some things differently, um, maybe advance the ball a little more. Uh, but in the end of the day, I think they were the better team on Friday night. You know, we said it to the kids, and like, it is what it is. They were a really good, solid football team. Let's try to bounce forward and, and, and start worrying, you know, get, getting our focus on uh, West Winter, which is this week. Um, so the first game against Princeton saw Keandre Soto and Jihad Dix run, like, all over the field for almost 300 yards of rushing, yet they couldn't really get going versus Hopewell. What do you think led to that, and are there concerns moving forward throughout the season? No, I just think Hopewell's defense was really solid. Their linebacking core was really good. I think some of the, the matchups weren't great for us. I think you'll see a lot more of Soto and a lot more of Jihad. I thought Jihad actually maybe ran harder against Hopewell than he did against Princeton, so I thought that was a good sign. And I was real happy about Dane Bates. Dane Bates started running the trap a little more for us at the middle, and I think that was like his coming out game. So, you know, we're relatively young in some spots, and I just feel like, you know, hey, listen, 
they have to become seasoned and they have to understand that you know, every game is going to be a different challenge for, for whatever reason. Might be scheme, might be just you're outmatched a little bit. So I, I think I actually think we I think Dane grew. I think I think Jihad grew that game, and I you know I think Dabe, our defensive end, our guard had a really good game. So I, I did see a, a little like uh, coming out for a couple guys, which was kind of neat to see. Um, but as I said, I, I think we were slightly overmatched against them. You know, after looking at it live and looking at it on tape. But uh, yeah, moving forward, I, I think a lot of these games should be like 50-50 games coming up. And we told the kids that. So, hey, listen, we had a great opportunity this week to show that we can get to 2-1. So if you get to 2-1, that's awesome, man. You'll, you'll feel so good about things again. You know, it's uh, kind of stay, like, you know, poised under pressure. That mentality has to exist. But high school, oh, we lost the game. Like, no, 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 so what? You just move forward and let's keep getting better and keep working harder. Like, it's not the end of the world that, you know, kids are. They, they think, oh, we're, you know, this, that. Like, no, 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 we're good. Just keep plugging. So that's, you know, that's just be resilient. Uh, have a great attitude. Show great effort. Like, those things. And just that's what we're kind of harping on a little bit right now. So I couldn't agree more with what you said about uh, Bates. He was me and Sean's MVP of the game last uh, last week. Thanks. So he ran, I thought he ran really well. Um, and and uh, he hadn't really carried the ball that much. He's a sophomore. Last year, he's more of a blocker. He's a blocker this year. But he really showed an ability to do it. I'm like, dang, that's outstanding. Like, I was super happy for him. He's such a hardworking kid. I'm just like, wow, that just opened up a part of the game that I think we could use a little more often now, you know? Absolutely. Me and Sean called the three-headed monster with yeah. uh, Toto and Dix. Um, that's, that's the idea behind it a little bit, you know? Exactly. Uh, moving on, I personally think defensive coordinator Nate Jones has done a pretty good job with the defense so far uh, through the first two games of the season. What positives have you seen with your defense through the first two games, and uh, what do you what are you expecting to uh, come within the rest of the season? Listen, we struggled last year in the secondary. I think Nate's done a tremendous job, like putting the secondary back together, simplifying coverages. Like they threw the ball a couple of, like comeback routes, those intermediate routes. I think on one one relatively you know long route, but I think if you look at the stats. I mean, the kid, the kid wasn't killing us in the air, right? They hurt us more on some power off tackle where we just were in a bad spot and didn't make a play. So I think Nate's done a tremendous job with the defense and really with the secondary. He's really, really done a good job kind of, you know, kind of fixing the secondary that need a lot of love. Kyle Jensen, one of our other defensive coaches, who works closely with Nate. And uh, they, those guys have done a tremendous job. I think we played well defensively for two games. You know, you can't keep the defense on the field and not score offense. It kind of goes both ways, you know? Last question here. Uh, it's very simple. What do you? What are we expected from uh, West Windsor uh, Friday night? So they lost a twenty-eight nothing to Southern, who's a you know short team that were usually really good, and then they beat Hamilton West twenty to six. And we watched both games on tape. Their defense is a little undersized, like their line, but they slant all the time, like towards the tight end into the field. So that's problematic when they're slanting and you're standing there, right? So that's a little thing. Uh, the quarterback is, is getting better. Uh, I think that they're they're uh, you know they're they're well coached. Bill does a good job over there. Uh, I think that you know this game to us is a game that got away from us last year. We had scored with about a minute to go in the game, went up like 53 to 50 or something crazy like that, and they scored with like 10 seconds to go in the game, something crazy like that. Yeah. So this was one of those ones that we talked about last year, letting get away. So I think the kids are motivated to play them. And I think that, you know, they know that we let one foot away last year and they try, want to try to rectify that. But I, I suspect it's going to be a really, you know, a really good football game. And, and I think the team that makes the least amount of mistakes is going to win it. Um, and so, it's, you know, we'll see how it plays out Friday night at 7 o'clock.
Well, good luck. I know uh, me and Sean are obviously always rooting for you, and uh, I just appreciate you joining us again, once again this week. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I, I like what you guys are doing. I think it's great for the kids, and I love how you interview the kids on the sideline before or after the game. I think it's awesome, man. So I think the kids feel like big shots, you know what I mean? Oh, man, it's the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think what you're doing is really good for the kids, right? It gives them a little incentive, too. So, uh, But, yeah, so our player of the game, too, was uh, Dane and Dave. I thought those guys were clearly our offensive defensive players of the game. So you guys, you guys nailed that on that pick. Oh, absolutely. Once again, thank you, Coach Radis, for your uh, time. And uh, that's another edition of the Coach's Clipboard. We'll be right back with the beginning of Lawrence versus West Windsor, Plainsboro South on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. 077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Tau Chalk, the official Thai food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Beef Thai sweet basil stir fry, fried wontons, crab cake sticks, veggie spring rolls, and of course, Thai Tau Chalk specialty Cha Yen Thai milk tea and Nam Kap Chia Pibiscus tea. Oh my gosh, doesn't that just sound delicious? Well, you can have your share of Southeastern Thai goodness at Thai Cha Chalk. Thai Cha Chalk is a new mobile food truck that offers tasty Southern style Thai food and beverages. Thai Cha Chalk can drive to wherever you are. Parties, corporate events, block parties, school events, the list goes on. You can even find them at local fairs, festivals, and events. There are several ways you can connect with Thai Cha Chalk. You can access them through Facebook by simply searching their name. You can also DM them on social media. And to schedule Thai Cha Chalk for your next event by phone, it's 609-201-8656. However you choose to contact them, you'll be glad you did. We love Thai Cha Chalk. Previously on Lawrence High Football. Be handoff to Dix. Dix able to get by a few defenders. Is he in? It's a touchdown for the Cardinals. And some life in this crowd. Welcome to your home for Lawrence Cardinals football. Right here on the Bronx Radio. Underwritten by Vocelli Pizza. Now serving their famously delicious family pizza and garlic sauce recipes in Lawrenceville. To order, pick up, or delivery, it's VocelliPizza.com. And by Pork Chops Barbecue. Freshly prepared homestyle barbecue, authentic Portuguese cuisine, and even bubble teas in Ewing. For more information online, it's PCBBQ.com. Touchdown! The cards are ready. The fans are ready. Are you ready? Let's go upstairs to your Bronx broadcasters, Sean Johnson and Zach Helfer, only on 107.7 The Bronx. We're back. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 107.7 The Bronx WRRC FM. Trey Wright alongside Sean Johnson as we are just a couple of minutes away from the opening kickoff of tonight's game. Third game of the season for your Lawrence Cardinals between West Windsor Plainsboro United. And we just have a couple of minutes here before we got to play the top of the hour, but coin toss being held right now and there's a nice moment of silence for uh 
uh, 9-11 this weekend, and I just want to quickly bring that up before we go into our uh, station identification break. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, tonight is first responder night for bo- uh, for the game between Lawrence and West Windsor Plainsboro United, and it's a very solemn weekend, obviously, here in the United States. 21 years ago, on this Sunday, were the uh, September 11th terrorist attacks in 2001, so all the first responders and just all the people we lost on that horrible day. I wasn't born, uh, uh, I was born after 9-11. I know you were born uh, before, so just a very emotional day in America this Sunday, so definitely going to be playing with all the victims in our lives, but all all of them in our hearts here tonight, and just thank you to all, if you're a first responder listening, thank you for uh, being out there, just thank you for just supporting everybody in the local community, and Sean, you got anything uh, real quick to add before top of the hour? I mean, yeah, definitely, Uh, you know, it's cool that everybody can come together and kind of, you know, uh, really represent our country well. I do like the West Windsor uh, United here, Uh, they're wearing some pretty nice socks, if you can see those. They've got some uh, American flag socks, so uh, really representing our country role. So we're going to take a quick pause for station identification, but you are listening to Lawrence High School Cardinals football on 1077 LeBron, WRRC. WRRC-FM, Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Playing the biggest hits and best variety, only on 1077 The Bronx. And we're back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 1077 The Bronx WRRC FM. And we've got number seven, Giovanni Brogel, also the quarterback, ready to punt this ball to the end zone. He's waiting in the end zone for West Windsor. Our number three, Jalen Hunt, and number four, Tiandra TJ uh, Jameson Soto, waiting for his signal. Game number three about to go. Uh, start writing in the books. Waiting for the signal along the sidelines. Still waiting. Still waiting for the signal. Holding. Holding. Still holding. Still holding. And now we'll get ready for game number three of the 22 season here for your Lawrence Cardinals. Rogel getting ready to kick. We're still holding. Don't know what the holdup is. Not sure what the, not sure what's going on here. Yeah, this it is, looks uh, like the refs are just waiting on a signal here. Yeah. Oh, probably for the. Oh, it's the clock. It's, it hasn't been stu- uh, started yet. So while we're waiting for the clock to start, we're gonna preview uh, next game. Between. Yeah. Now the clock has started. There so. we go. Yeah. Here we go. It looks like they accidentally put uh, 12 into United uh, for their score instead of 12 yep. on the clock. So. Uh, yeah. So right before already, the game. Uh, yeah, right before the game, uh, United already on the scoreboard, and we're having some technical difficulties uh, scoring-wise. So we'll let you know when those get fixed real soon. And here we go. Uh, issue has been fixed, and it's a squib kick to start the game. And it was brought down. That was number 23 from... Uh, that was number 23, actually. Uh, from West Windsor Plainsburg United, Xavier Chowdhury. And we see United uh, take the field for the first time on offense. Lawrence on defense. And Sean, interesting calls for a squib kick to start the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, we did see Brogel hurt himself. Uh, he pulled something in the first kickoff uh, a couple games ago against Princeton. So uh, not, not too uh, surprised to see them go a little less aggressive here. And it looks like Amir Jones will get the ball. Actually, it's uh, handed off. That is to Jones, actually. And Jones is going to get the first down and more. 
It looks to be a 12-yard game for Jones. That was actually, that was quarterback Connor Raju handing it off in the play action. And that is indeed other just break right through the Lawrence defense. Looks like they came out not really ready for that first play. Looked like a lot of tired legs already. So first down, first and 10 on their own 42 for United. Still in the huddle, looking for the play from the sidelines. They'll come out of it. Sadaraju lines up in the shotgun. He has Jones to his left. Ball is snapped and it's handed off. No, it's a play action. No, it is handed off and he's gonna go all the way. That was Lino Wee the, as the running back as we do have a flag on the field, laundry on the field for the first time this evening. But it looked to be at the moment with about a five, six yard run for United. We'll see who the, uh, the penalty is against. And it looks like holding against United. And that will set West Windsor Plainsboro back 10 yards. So it will, they will redo first down. It will be first and 20, if I'm not mistaken. And Cardinals catch a break there. It looks like uh, that second play as well, they were just not ready for the run. The reverse sweep just really worked out uh, for United here, and they were able to get about a nine-yard pickup, but it will go back. And excuse me, that was Will Carter on the carry. So Carter won a part of the stout United running back unit. So it will be first and 20. Ball is snapped, it's handed off to Jones. Jones is gonna get stuffed at around the yard of scrimmage, lost about a yard. So play, it will be, uh, the down will go up, so it'll be second and 21. And Keandre Soto all over that play. Uh, star running back for this Cardinals team, also making a, his name uh, you know, big impact here on the line for the Cardinals. Playing both sides of the ball. I feel like uh, there's a Friday Night Lights reference to be made somewhere, just not sure where. But Soto proving that he can be both a good running back and an interior lineman. But here we go, second and 20. No gain, no loss on the play. First, second down for United this evening. Ball snapped, and it's going to be Sardin, uh, dropping back, and it's a great pass. That was to number 80. Uh, give me one second. Liam Conning, uh, Connington. And that was a nice 50, uh, 20, 25-yard run there from Connington. And that's another United first down. Lawrence coming out a little weak, especially in the passing game. Yeah, we saw last week they struggled against the against the passing game last week um, for Hopewell Valley. Uh, Hopewell Valley just really throwing all over the place on them, and uh, so far the first pass out of the gates for them today, not looking too great either. Yeah, they've definitely got to plug up a lot of those holes, especially in their secondary. It's another fresh set of downs for United, now within Cardinals territory on the 43-yard line. And it's Sataruju back in shotgun. Actually, no, he's under center. He's going to hand it off to Jones. Jones on the outside, he's going to be stuffed. That's Dane Bates on the tackle along with uh, Jaden Caesar. Excuse me, that was Alexander Fernandez on the tackle instead of Dane Bates. Got it. I believe Dane Bates' number last year was nine, so I got a little bit uh, confused there. But Fernandez and Caesar on the dual tackle of Jones. And it will be a loss of three. So it'll be second and, excuse me, just a loss of one. Second and 11 at the 44-yard line. Yeah, it was a big play there on first down. Let's see if they can stop him at second and hold him here at midfield. Sadaruju, play action. He's going to keep the ball. Not going to get anywhere as he's taken down by an assortment 
of Cardinals, but he is going to fight for that forward progress. And he's going to try to get back to the line of scrimmage, and it will be bring up third down and 10. So it gets back to the original line of scrimmage, third and 10 for United, and a big third down coming up for the card, Sean. And that was Captain uh, Senior Matt Melkire all over that play. It was a read option, and he did not fall for the handoff to the running back, and he was able to get the quarterback, and uh, the rest of the Cardinals came there and helped him out. So big third down, Sedaruju under center. He's got a t uh, halfback and a fullback right behind him. And he's going to take the ball. He's going to draw back, and he is brought down by a flag on the play. Sadarushu originally brought down by Graham Walter, but I believe that might be offsides on the Cardinals. And it was indeed... I believe it was, in, uh, it was indeed encroachment on Lawrence that will bring United a little bit closer to their destina uh, destination. So a little bit of uh, bad luck for the cards. Not sure who the encroachment was on, but that was a great read by Graham Walter there, immediately stuffing Connor Zatarichu. And I believe that the encroachment was on Graham Walter. He was trying to do his best Troy Polamalu impression there, trying to just guess the snap count, and that's why he was able to get through that line so easy. And uh, if you ask me, it looked a little closer than uh, an encroachment there. Zatarichu in the shotgun. He's going to drop back, and looks like we may have had a false start. Flags on the field. Let's see what the penalty was. And it looks like they're gonna pick up the flag. It looks like they're gonna pick up the looks like they're gonna pick up the flag. I'm not sure if uh, there's an actual penalty or not. And and it was encroachment once again. So that will negate the third down. And two straight encroachment penalties on the cards. Takes away that crucial third down. And it's another fresh set of downs for United, trundling down the field now on the 33-yard line. And that's got to be frustrating uh, for Rob Radis, uh, Coach Rob Radis, and these Cardinals, letting uh, penalties really be the whole reason that United is still going on the strive. Sadaraju in the shotgun once again. He's going to hand it off. That is number 14. That is uh, Will Carter once again. Carter out at about the 23. Running game, both passing and running, have really been showing their strength early on in this game. 7:57 left in the first quarter, and West Windsor Plainsboro United chipping their way down the field slowly but ever so surely. And it brings up second down and four at the 26-yard line. Second down. And it's going to be handed off to Amir Jones once again, but he is going nowhere, taken down by an assortment of cards. And that was Matt Melkire all over that play again. He has done a great job so far this season reading the runs, and he was able to stop them just behind the line of scrimmage there. So second and four once again, no gain or loss on the play. Sataraju. Looking to the sidelines for the play from United. They break out of the huddle. And it's going to set, uh, excuse me, it's third and four. So another crucial third down coming up for the cards. Sataraju under center. It looks like he's got Jones uh, it's a running back, and he's going to hand it off to number 22. That was Ryan Besky. And Besky will pick up the first down for United. And that's 
Unmuted. That was just some more great blocking by that United front up there. And uh, Graham Walter again on the stop, on the carry, he just wasn't able to do enough to stop them from getting that first down. So now United just outside the red zone, ball on, the tw on Lawrence's 21-yard line. Sataraju once again under center. He's got Jones behind him. He's going to uh, fake back. No, three-step drop. He's going to be almost brought down by an assortment of cards. Just throws it away. He's tackled there late at the end. That was Matt Melchior once again. Melchior just trying to get his reps in. But just uh, Sataraju nowhere to throw that ball in time, and he had Matt Melchior just coming at him like a freight train. And fortunately for the cards, no one was open. Yeah, just so much pressure on that play, and who other than Matt Melchior? And he's just, uh, you know, doing so much. He's got such a presence, presence so far in this game. It definitely would have worked well with the Bills' offense last night. Brings up second and 10, and it's going to be a handoff to... Number 14 once again, that is uh, Will Carter. Carter will be out just around the yard of game, but there is a flag on the field. And looks like, yeah, there is going to be a flag on the field, some laundry on the field. We'll see what the call is. This one might be going against United. Seems like they're moving back already. Yeah. May have saw a hold in the backfield, and indeed it is going to be holding against United. So that will back them up 10 yards. Another lucky break for the Cardinals as they have been getting torched by Will Carter and Amir Jones all uh, all throughout this first quarter so far. Midway through the first quarter, score still tied here with 6:34 left in game number three of the Cardinals 2022 season. Yeah, and on that last play, it was just another wide receiver reverse. Yeah, so we'll see Sadaraj. if they'll finally try to look out for that. Sadaraj, three-step drop. He is going towards the end zone. He's got a man open. It's a, That is Jalen Hunt in the end zone. Touchdown, United. The fans go crazy here at North. And United strikes first. 6-0 for West Windsor-Plainsboro already. That was a beautiful pass from the 15-yard line. That was just a... Nothing much, nothing short of a beautiful spiral there, and Hunt wide open in the end zone. Blown coverage. Yes, I mean, he was wide open. It was just a broken play for the Cardinals, and uh, United just able to convert on it. He, and I mean, he had about 15 yards of space all around him there. So it looks like United will go for two here. Sataraju in the shotgun once again. That looked like encroachment there from Lawrence, but he's going to roll out, tries to find a man in the end zone, and he will not. Two-point conversion falls down just short. So it will be 6-0 in favor of United with Lawrence getting the ball. But opening drive for the uh, United starts off with a squib kick in really good field position at around their own 43-yard line and then just math, uh, systematically just making their way down the field, taking advantage of Lawrence's mistakes both on the field and with penalties and quick, uh, quick to strike in early uh, midway through this first quarter. I mean, I, I was really expecting the Cardinals' defense to come out a little better than they did. Uh, I can't even count the mistakes, uh, the amount of mistakes that they had <laughs> defensively on my fingers here. Uh, they've got to get it together by the second drive if they want to stay in this game. Yeah, there's only so much that Matt, Mac Matt, excuse me, Matt Melchior can do because he has been uh, the stud of this defense so far. Unfortunately, just uh, 
not able to do enough and the shutout is no longer but now the goal of the game is to not get shut out and to get some points on the board and stay in contention but in case you were just tuning in West Windsor Plainsbury United takes uh, scores a touchdown here Two-point conversion, no good, so it is currently six-zip in favor of United over your Lawrence Cardinals here. West Windsor Plainsboro about to kick the ball back over. Got Jahad Dix in the backfield ready to receive the kick. We'll see if West Windsor takes a play out of Lawrence's playbook and tries to squib kick it uh, themselves. I wouldn't imagine it, though. you got to kick it deep. It'll be Conahan on the kickoff. Waiting for his signal. And he will kick it off. And it's an onside kick. And it's it's almost there. And it's going to be United with the ball. And it's recovered by United. That was uh, Keith Matamakahi with a recovery. An onside kick. Stunning. This Lawrence kickoff team. Wow. And I'm just... I'm not even entirely sure he meant to do that, to be honest, because I was watching Connaughton kick uh, in a uh, you know, pregame, and it seems like he, he wasn't able to really get the ball down the field so great. I think he accidentally got the top of that ball because it seems like the rest of United wasn't really expecting that. But, uh, you know, they were just in the right position at the right time. Well, they will take those. So the Cardinals offense has to stay on the bench for another drive. So first and 10 from uh, Lawrence's 48. And it's going to be taken there by number 22 from United. And he's going to try to go all the way. He's knocked out at the 10-yard line. Ryan Besky on the run with a 38-yard dash. And just like that, Lawrence already in the danger zone with United knocking on their door for the second time tonight at the 10-yard line. They are stunned. And Besky breaking a tackle from Zidanu in the backfield there. That play that went for about 50 yards could have been uh, brought back in the... Uh, backfield there. That easily could have been a touchdown if he wasn't uh, taken out. I believe that was Condre Soto that knocked him out. But first and 10, or first and goal, excuse me, first and 10 on their own 11. And it's going to be handed off once again on the outside. There's Jalen Hunt. Hunt trying to get to the end zone. He's not able to get there in time. It's going to be probably about first down on the jet sweep. But it's going to be second down and about one. Make that about three. So second, excuse me, uh, a gain of, it's going to be at the four-yard line. But, man, that is, a, a, I think, fifth time that we have seen that uh, wide receiver reverse. And, I mean, it's just the Cardinals need to get onto this quick because United is going to burn them all game with it. Sadaraju under center. He's got Jones and Hunt in the backfield. And... Amir, uh, Amir Jones looks like he's going to be in the end zone, and he is. Amir Jones, his first touchdown of the night, and it is quickly 12-zip in favor of United. And the Lawrence offense hasn't even gotten a chance to get on the field. What a start for United, Sean. And just minutes ago, we were joking how they accidentally put 12 points for United. Yeah. And now we're just five minutes left here in this first quarter. 
and here it is 12 to 0. We'll see if the Cardinals can stop this two-point conversion, but I mean, they've got to turn a to flip a switch here soon or else, you know, there's Something's got to happen. Foreshadowing has a fickle way of being ironic. Sataraju, once again for the two points, he's going to do a three-step drop back. He's going to get it to... Uh, that was Orion Besky. He is unable to get into the end zone. But it's 12-0 with 5.23 left in this first quarter. My goodness, what... I can't believe the start from West Windsor. Coming out with both barrels, guns blazing. Taking advantage of a squib kick on the opening kickoff and then a may or not be intentional onside kick. Like you said, like everybody here was very surprised, especially the United bench. But hey, they will take those and they will absolutely take the six points with that. 12-0 early on in this game. And Lawrence has got to get the offense going on this drive. And going back to that two-point conversion, uh, Samiza Walker made a very good play. He was the only player that was able to make a tackle there, and he stopped them maybe on the inch yard line there and uh, stopped it from being a 14-0 game. So we'll see if Liam Connaughton can potentially kick the ball deep this time. Let's see if he does another onside kick. If he does another onside kick, I don't know what I'd do. That'd be, that'd be Pat McAfee levels of just ballsiness in my opinion. But I'm going to really pay attention to how he kicks this off here because, uh, again, when I was watching it last time, it just seemed like it was an accident. I think he hit the ball wrong, and I don't even know if it went 10 yards, but a Cardinals player accidentally touched it. So we'll see how he makes the connection with the foot here on the ball. Connaughton will kick it up, and it's a nice kick, and it's going to be caught by... Uh, that was uh, caught by Dane Bates. Bates is going to try and tr uh, go up the sideline. He's going to be finally brought down at the 46-yard line. Bates with an incredible, said about a 30, 23, a 20-yard return for Bates for the senior. Sophomore, excuse me. And Bates had his breakout game last week against Hopewell Valley on the ground. We saw him taking a lot of handoffs, and uh, if you heard our uh, coach's clipboard, he even said he was very impressed with Dane Bates, so he makes a very impressive return here on the kickoff. So it will be first down at the 46-yard line for the Cardinals. First play from scrimmage for this offense. It'll be Soto lining up under center, and it looks like we're going to have a false start. Ward encroachment. But the uh, laundry on the field, nonetheless, play was killed off right before it could even uh, be born. Spawn kill, if you will. It looks like this will be on Lawrence. I believe the ref pointed in their direction as he threw that flag. We'll see what this play is. So will be encroachment on uh, neutral zone on infraction on Lawrence, and that will back them up uh, five yards. So bad start for the offense after a bad start for the defense. Already in a bit of a hole if you were just tuning in. Down 12-0 with 5-12 left in the first quarter here from West Windsor Plainsboro uh, North. Pretty good field here. I believe that play uh, was a penalty on Jonathan Tylix. It looked like he was just lined up a little bit past the ball. I saw it as he was lining up, the ref was kind of pointed it out. It's going to be a handoff to Soto. Soto breaks a couple of tackles, and he will try and get, uh, he'll take back about uh, seven yards of the loss. So it'll be second and about maybe five or six. 
It was a 10-yard gain for Condre Soto, trying to make himself known early in this game. And they will be at the four. This ball will be spotted at the 43-yard line for Lawrence, second and nine. A little bit less than second and nine, actually. But Soto under center. He's going to hand it. Uh, he's going to hand it off to Soto again. Soto off to the races. 20, 10, 5. Is he going to be out of bounds? No, he is not. Touchdown, Condre Soto. And the Cardinals are right back in it. A 43-yard run for Condre Soto. Puts the cards on the board. And Keandre Soto just, you know, continuing from what he did in that week one matchup against Princeton. He was all over the ground in that. He took a little bit of a, of a um, you know, an off week against Hopewell Valley, but just getting right back to things here against uh, United. So Brogel, the quarterback, as the kicker as well. He was just the kicker last year. So he will go for the extra point to try to come within six, uh, seven, five points, and the kick is good. A little bit of a weird-shaped goalpost here. Where, uh, Sean and I were joking before the game that hey, if we get uh, Cody Parkey out here, he could probably bang it back into shape. But nonetheless, the kick is up, and it is good. The Cardinals right back in this down by five, 12 to seven, with 428 left in this uh, first quarter. And if uh, things keep going the way they are, and Lawrence tweaks their defense a little bit, we could see a showdown here in the last three quarters of this game. Yeah, and that is the exact response that the Cardinals needed here. I mean, that was maybe a two or three play drive from them. And Soto, you know, doing it all himself pretty much. And um, I think this defense really needs to step up. If they can, they'll get this ball back, and we'll see probably more of Keandre Soto. Yeah, because Lawrence's offense, especially on that drive, was on it like blue bonnet. Uh, blue, uh, excuse me, on it like blue bonnet. Aside from the neutral zone uh, penalty, they got positive yardage all throughout that uh, drive. So really good opening drive for this offense. Now it's up to the defense to get this uh, card to just stay in this game, help the offense continue to try and tie this game, potentially take the lead before this quarter ends. But it will be Soto kicking off once again. We'll see if he does another squib kick. We'll see if Lawrence tries to do their own onside kick. That would be something. Trickery for trickery here. Soto waiting for his signal to get the ball rolling. And the kick is up, and it's going to be another squib kick down the sideline. It will come to rest at the 20-yard line, exactly at the 20-yard line. So squib kick going deep for Soto. Uh, excuse, uh, excuse me, that was Brogel. And a great kick there will set United back deep within their own end zone. First and 10. And that ball was right on the sideline. I think it was inches away from going out. That could have been a penalty. And uh, I believe it should have been a penalty because, uh, you know, if you are standing out of bounds and you touch that ball, that is a penalty. So they could have had this ball on the 40-yard line. Indeed. So Sataraju. Under center once again. Excuse me. No, he's going to be in the shotgun. He's going to have TJ Jameson right beside him. Amir Jones with a, uh, trying to get a jet sweep. That is going to be offsides. Indeed, dirty laundry on the field. Nobody likes that. And it is probably going, it is absolutely going to be an offsides on Lawrence there. And that one, it looks like uh, Matt Melchior and Graham Walker, both of them kind of jumped off sides. Might have been a hard count by the quarterback there. Not a good start to this defensive drive for Lawrence whatsoever. 
First and five from their own 25-yard line for United. Sadaraju in the shotgun once again. Three-step drop. He's going to get a dart. That is all the way to Will Carter. Carter right at about the line of scrimmage, at the uh, yard to gain, and they are going to call it a first down. And just picking apart the zone there. It looked like he threw it in between three Cardinals. They were just sitting back in zone and suddenly able to make the tackle on him right away. So first and 10 fresh set of downs for this United team at their own 30-yard line. Clock running exactly four minutes left in this opening quarter here. Cardinals up and it looks like may have had a timeout. I believe we have no, another penalty. It is going to be a penalty. Not sure if that was a false start on United or not. We'll have to see what the call is. And it's going to be another offsides call on Lawrence. Oh, boy. And this defense has just got to be more disciplined. Yeah, there's just no other way to put it. You can't be. That's it. I believe that's like at least five or six penalties, mostly for being offside. I think those are the only penalties we've seen tonight, with the exception of the holding call against West Windsor Plainsboro back on the original draw on the Lawrence's first drive. But Plainsboro, first and five once again. I think they've only had one play on this drive, and they're already plus uh, 20, uh, plus 15 on the drive so far. It's going to be a handoff over to Jones. Jones trying to juke out a couple of Cardinals, and he is going to juke out at least three or four before finally being brought down by Dane Bates. But he will find a hole, and it looks like it's going to be a gain of seven or eight for number two. And Dane Bates looked like he uh, had him in the backfield there. And uh, he was able to, you know, stop him from getting a few yards, but then just able to juke out the rest of the Cardinals there, and he picks up two out of what should have been a loss of one or two. Yeah, unfortunately there. The ball is snapped, three-step drop. Sadaraju going to try to look deep, and it's almost picked off. That was nearly picked off by Musa Kamara, but just ball way overthrown intended there for Amir Jones. That would have been a highlight reel catch by either player but just really overthrown, and it will bring up third and three for United. Trying to get something going. Lawrence just needs a good stop here. Up fourth down, and hey, fourth down, especially in uh, West Windsor's territory. Could see a punt. Who knows? Just got to get the stop. Uh, will so third and three from the 30 their own 33 yard line Sadarajo in the shotgun he's going to do a three-step drawback no he's going to hand it off to carter carter is going to try to go all the way carter is going to be finally be brought down at the 40 yard line and right back to that wide receiver reverse that we have seen probably five times now this game and they have not been able to not gain yards with this play so far so why not keep going to it but if you're the cardinals you got to have this play chalked up now indeed that was a huge 23 yard gain a uh, 29 yard gain excuse me for united there and bring up a fresh set of downs they smell good for united but they uh, smell pretty bad for lawrence as they are once again all in the cardinals territory at the uh lawrence's 40 yard line Sataraju in the shotgun once again, looking for a signal, three-step drop. He's going to have a man open. It's almost picked off. 
but is indeed brought down by uh, me, uh, Liam Coddington. And Alexander Fernandez looks like he just tripped up on that play. It looked like he would have been in position to either break up that pass or maybe even pick it off, but he tripped as the play started, and that's why he was on the ground right when uh, the ball came to him. So it'll be second and five on the 35-yard line for United. Sadaraju under center. He's going to hand it off to Jones. Jones is immediately stuffed, and he breaks a couple of tackles. Finally brought down by a swarm of cards. One or two yards on that play, and it will once again bring up third and short. This is where you got to watch out for the wide receiver reverse here. And Will Carter on the outside lane, either side of the field. You've got to be prepared for that. Absolutely. I mean, we like I said, Cardinals should be prepared the amount of times that they've seen it already. But going back to that last play, Matt Melchior, once again, I feel like we haven't said his name in, I don't know, three plays maybe, but he was able to make that play in the backfield. So third and five on the 30-yard line. Less than a minute remaining in the uh, first quarter here from West Windsor North. Sadaraju in the shotgun. Three-step drop back. He's going to try and chuck it. He just gets the ball off in time and is brought down by Coddington. Coddington will come down at the 20-yard line and once again, another third-down conversion for United. My goodness. Dane Bates was able to get into the backfield there and disrupt the pass. I mean, it wasn't enough, though, as they were able to get it to Coddington. Who will get them the first down? But Bates, I mean, he's been able to put on some great pressure this game. United will try to get one more play off before the end of the first quarter. 15 seconds left and running. Sataraju under center. They will get the playoff. It's going to be handed off to uh, Beneke. He's going to get a, get a gain of three or four, but that will do it for the first quarter. So at the end of one... Very entertaining first quarter here on both sides of the ball, but your score from West Windsor Plainsburg United, your Lawrence Cardinals 7, United 12. We will be right back here on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. Football is back. Tune in to 1077 The Bronx. You hear me, Dame Bates, fullback and DN, and the rest of the Lawrence Cardinals. Play all of our home and road games this season on WRRC-FM. To listen online, go to 1077thebronc.com and click WRRC1. 
We're back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 107.7 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Trey Wright alongside Sean Johnson. We are just about to start the second quarter of action. Your Cardinals down 12-7 to here to West Windsor Plainsboro United. United now on their uh, uh, Cardinals 14-yard line. Sadaraju is going to try and chuck it into the end zone, and it's going to be almost brought, uh, blocked off, but it's going to be caught by... Uh, Amir, uh, Jalen Hunt, and uh, just an absolute dart from Sataraju puts United up two more scores. What a catch that was in the end zone. I thought that was going to be broken up for sure. He was able to get that in through traffic, and then it was towards the back of the end zone, so able to get it, uh, his feet in as well. Just great concentration there. Indeed it was, so they will try and set up uh, for another two-point conversion. 18-7, to the Cardinals down by 11. Sataraju drops back, is almost brought down, but he's going to try to get to the end zone, and he will. Another pass, uh, pass completed from Sataraju. That time it was to... Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Presti, uh, Presti. So it will be 20 to 7 United with 11:05 left in this first qu- uh, second quarter. 55 seconds into this one, and already looks like United is trying to chug back uh, out of contention of this game. And this Cardinals defense really needs to step up. The offense has been holding their own so far. They've only had the ball one time, and they've scored that one time in two plays that they had it. So we're going to need the offense to answer back quick here, and the defense really needs to get their head in the game. Indeed. So as we wait for the kickoff once again, Lawrence uh, Cardinals High School Football 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Ryder University. Ryder University is where your future begins. Discover all we have to offer at a fall open house. Register today at ryder.edu slash open house. That's ryder.edu slash open house. We are getting into the fall semester. First week of classes wrapping up. So shout out all the Ryder students here. And shout out all of the Lawrence students and the West Windsor students at both schools for completing the first week of classes going into the first weekend of the school year. Well, it's going to be Connington once again on the kick. Soda once again in the backfield to receive. Can the Cardinals try and come back into this game? Connington, it's a little bit of a high kick, and it's going to be caught at the midfield yard line by Dane Bates. Bates breaks a couple of tackles, finally going to be brought down at the 47-yard line. A good return there by Bates once again. And the sophomore will give the Cardinals pretty good field position for their second drive of the game. And I'm looking forward to the running game here. I'm expecting it to be as good as it was on the first drive. I don't know if they'll be able to score in two plays like they did last time, but uh, this defense here from United didn't seem like they were able to stop that running game. Let's, let's hope they are. Let's, we absolutely hope that they aren't able to do that. So first and 10 from the 42-yard line. Brogel on our center. He's got Soto right behind him. And it's going to be a toss over. That was uh, number 24. That was uh, Jihad Dix. Dix will get nowhere. And loss of about four yards, three yards. So we'll be bring up second and 13. Not a good opening play from uh, Lawrence whatsoever. No, I mean, it seems like... Uh, 
Jahan Dix wasn't able to get too much. They tried to go for the pitch out to the right side, and just, uh, you know, United defense all over it early on there. Indeed, second and t uh, 13. Brogel once again under center. He's going to hand off to Dix once again. Dix trying to get back to the original line of scrimmage, and he will come up just a yard short, but he was bum-rushing through a pile of a mixture between cards and United players, trying to just bull-rush through that pile, unfortunately uh, able to go nowhere, and brings up third and long for the Cardinals. Could we see a third and out? And I'm expecting pass here from the Cardinals again. It has not worked too well this season so far. We'll see how they'll able to be able to draw this one up. Brogo under center once again. We'll see if he drops back at all. Three receivers said no. It's going to hand it off to Dix once again. Dix will get to the original Liarna scrimmage and more, but not enough for the first down. A good seven, eight yard run for Dix. But unfortunately, that will bring up fourth down. And it looks like... Lawrence offense is going to try and go for it here. This is a big decision for this offense. You're going to set them up in a pretty good field position. It looks like they will be. Uh, yeah, they will be punting the now. They will punt the ball away. So a three and out for Lawrence on their second drive. We'll give the ball back to this stellar United uh, defense, United offense, I should say. Rogel in the backfield try, uh, to punt it away. Ball is snapped. Brogel with the low kick. Pretty good kick, and it's going to be brought by Amir Jones. Jones on the run on the outside, and he's going to break one tackle. He's going to try and go on the outside. No, he's going to be finally be brought down. And my apologies, that was Jalen Hunt instead of Amir Jones. But both of those players, regardless of the play number, regardless of the name, those two have been the class of the, uh, this offense tonight here for West Windsor Plainsboro. Put Will Carter in there, sprinkle in a little bit of Carter Sataruji, and you've got a stellar. United offense that has come here to play tonight after being blown out by uh, Hamilton West last week, and they're already up 20 to 7, 9:33 left in this second quarter. Again, big drive here for this defense. They need to answer back. Last three drives did not grow great for them. It's going to be a handoff once again and he's gonna go try to go all the way he's gonna get a first down a little bit more that was besky number 22 and ryan besky but he besky is gonna be on the ground, ground still on the ground and besky is down and he looks like he's gonna be in a lot of pain yeah that's like kamara kind of just slammed him down there not able to take him down you know in a traditional tackle so he kind of like Use a WWE move on him there. Yeah, Besky's still on the ground. He's got the helmet off, thankfully. And we'll hope that he is okay. But, God, this, Un this United offense has been on all cylinders tonight, and it shows on the scoreboard up 20-7 to early on. You see Besky, who has been one of the, uh, the top-tier running backs of this United offense. He's on the ground. He's gotten... Uh, he's sitting up, so looks like he's... Just a little stunned on the play, but it looks like he was able to keep going, and there he is. Great to see Besky get up and get off of the field on, under his own power. And he seems to be walking fine, too, so kind of hard to tell what that injury was. Probably just Maybe he just lost the wind. That's what I'm thinking. 
So that will bring up second and two for West Windsor United. Coming up to the line of scrimmage. And it looks like it's going to be three receivers set. A couple of running backs on either side of Sadaraji. He'll hand it off to Besky once again. No, it's going to be handed off that time to Zach Owens. Owens will get the first down for United. Another conversion for this United offense, Sean. Yes, I mean, they're just able to get whatever they want, how they want it. And, I mean, if this trend continues, this might be an ugly game for the Cardinals. It's already been an ugly opening half for this defense. Offensive-wise, first offensive drive, two plays already on uh, in the end zone with a Ke- uh, Keandre Soto. And it's a oh, low, low, low snap. And that's going to be broken up. That was a low snap, almost fumbled there by the uh, Sataruju. But it's going to be a loss of about three or four. Great break for the Cardinals. Not sure who originally brought down that play. And that was Keandre Soto and Amir Sutton that were able to get into the backfield. They'll probably get the combined sack there. Able to take advantage of the bad snap. That's going to bring up second and long. So second and 15. Yeah, that is indeed second and 15 here for West Windsor. Sadaraji in the shotgun. Three-step drop is going to hand it off to Besky. Besky breaks a couple of tackles. Finally brought down by a couple of... Uh, that was uh, Jihad Dix and... That was... Uh, not sure who that was, but we do have a flag on the field. That was in the backfield. It looks like this is going to be against United, and it will be. So another costly mistake for United. We'll back them up for second and long. They'll replay the down. But see how far it backs them up. Looks like they're going to be backing up a whole lot. This might go all the way back to the 50-yard line. And they've got to get to Lawrence's 23. They might be going real back. So all the way back at Lawrence. their own 46-yard line. Second and 25. My goodness, Sean. Figure, why, why did they move back that far? I mean, was that, it may have been a uh, personal foul. That's what I'm thinking here. Personal foul would be 15 yards, and they were at about, uh, I believe it was second and 15, so... So second and 25 at their own 46. And it's going to be handed off to Besky once again. He's going to be brought down by an assortment of players. Uh, That one, Grim Walter, all over on the line, was just able to read that run and uh, get a body on him quick until the rest of the Cardinals were able to come over and help him out. So third and long. Perfect situation for the Cards to get a nice stop here. Third and 23. But we've seen this Cards defense all game long give up, especially on third downs. And third and long can't can it out, but a great opportunity for Lawrence to try to turn the tide in this game. Third down, 23. Ball spot at their own 48. Sadaruji will get the snap. Three step drop is going to go back, but a flag is on the field. And that one is going to be, I believe, offsides or a false start on Jalen Hunt. 
We'll see what they call, but it looks no, like it's going to be offsides. Wow. That is a tough call. Looks like Hunt definitely jumped the closest wide receiver to us. Looks like they catch a break here. Against the United. So, and oh, yes, it is this is United. against United. I believe that actually was on Jalen Hunt. Yep. It indeed will be a false start. So that will back up United even more. Third down and 28. Now we're starting so to see yardage, uh, down yardage out of something like me playing Madden. But third and extremely long All for this United team. And you've right. absolutely got to be stacking the backfield here. The secondary, if you're Lawrence, just waiting to just blow up any pass opportunity because they've got a long way to go to pay dirt. Sadaruji is going to throw it all the way up in the air and it's going to be brought down. That was TJ Jamison on the carry, but he is going to be nowhere near the line of scrimmage. Yes, that is a great throw and catch. And, uh, you know, everybody are acting like it's a big play, but they're still about fourth and 15 after all of that. So, yeah, nowhere near the originally art of scrimmage. Now you got to think uh, punt. Or they could try to do a field goal, Justin Tucker style. But they will, looks like they will indeed be bringing the punt team on for this United team. Yeah, and I think if uh, somebody was able to make a field goal from this long, they'd be signed to the NFL tomorrow. They'd probably, we'd be probably be talking about, uh, in relation to Justin Tucker, like is Justin Tucker their father? Or Evan McPherson. But it will be Conahan once again back to punt for United. High snap, but it's going to be brought up. We'll see who comes down with it. Nobody is going to be in the backfield for Lawrence, and it will trickle down at around the original yard, uh, the original yard to gain for United on the last drive at about the 20-yard line. So Lawrence backed up in their own territory, 5-10 and running left in this half here with the Cardinals uh, desperately needing something to get going and in the locker room for the uh for the halftime tonight. But it's just been a rough outing for this defense, Sean. Yeah, and uh, they got the stop that they needed there. Now the offense needs to respond. They'd had a pretty bad drive last time out, but uh, we'll see if they're able to get things going again here. So it's gonna be Brogel under center once again. That looked like it could have been a neutral zone infraction, but Brogel will hand it off to uh, Keandre Soto. Back at around the original yard of scrimmage, gain of one. So it'll be second and nine at the 22-yard line for Lawrence. Decent run there, not able to get up the gut too much, but just trying to chip away at this uh, this defensive line for United, Sean. And I want to see the Cardinals mix in the pass here. They have been running the ball so far pretty good, but, uh, you know, just got to catch this United team off their feet. And it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of uh, players in the secondary. Brogel back to pass. He's oh, almost going to have uh, Alexander Fernandez, who if he got that, he was going to be wide open to the end zone. But the ball just slightly overthrown. And it will bring up third and nine for the Cardinals here. Another third down situation. And God, he, Fernandez almost had that and Trey I I mean this is something that we have seen the entire season so far the reason why they haven't been passing is because it hasn't been working out too great for them but I mean this is not the first time we have seen a dropped pass or just overthrown we've seen it so many times this season so far 
Third and long for the Cardinals. Brogel once again under center. We'll see if he tries to pass once again. Two receiver set, probably going to be a run play. Brogel looking for his signal under center. And he is going to do a little bit of an RPO, but it's going to be brought down, almost intercepted. And they were just trying to run a screen off to the left side, and Brogel just kind of throwing it over there, hoping that uh, his receiver is ready for it. And Bates just not even looking the right way. That almost got picked off and took back to the house. I thought, I almost thought, actually thought that was picked off there by, I believe that was uh, Will Carter on the carrot, on the almost picked off. But Lawrence back to punt once again. And it will be TJ Jamison on the return. And he's going to let that trickle a little bit. He's going to pick up the ball, trying to get something. Another uh, good field position here going for United. He is going to juke a block, juke out a couple of players. Finally going to be brought down at around the 44-yard line by Samise Walker. Another good return by this United uh, special teams. And more good field position for United, Sean. This has just been... Not a good night for any sort of defense for Lawrence. And special teams has been pretty much the biggest part of the game for United so far. They were able to recover uh, the onside kick early on in the game, which put them up by 12, I believe. And, I mean, every single return that they've had so far has got them across half field. So we'll bring up first and 10 at Lawrence's 43-yard line with four minutes left in the second quarter. Will be a hand off to Besky once again up the gut, trying to drag himself there. And only able to get about four yards. It means that was Amir Jones. Add an extra two there to Jones' number. But second and eight here for United and trying to extend their lead going into the locker room with 337 left in this game a pretty short game so far for uh between the two play, uh, teams yeah i mean this cardinals defense they stepped up the last few possessions and uh they just need to continue it because this offense now needs a little time to get going so if this defense can hold on for a little longer we might see a closer game here hopefully we do all snap sederiski He's going to drop back, looking for an open man. He might just try and take it himself. He is going to go, and he's going to get the first down. Sakurushu with the picking, with picking up the first down. I honestly don't know why I keep mispronouncing his name. I apologize profusely for that. But irregardless, it's another uh, third, second down conversion for this West Windsor team. And they are just finding all the holes through this Lawrence defense, Sean. It's not, it has not been a fun night by any stretch of the imagination. And it just seems like when they drop back to pass, this defense, you know, they, they panic, they scramble a little bit. Sadaruju back to pass, and now he's going to try and take it up the gut, and he is going to be brought down at the yard, at the yard to gain another. I believe it's going to be another. Uh, yes, indeed, it is going to be another first down. No, it is not. Just short. Second and short. My goodness, just another really good run. Now they're just. Uh, it looks like Sadaruju is just going to try and do a QB scramble in every play. I mean, why not? You're up 20 to seven. Just try and see what works out. You're finding all the holes for Lawrence's uh, defense, unfortunately for us. 
So second and short. Satarushu is going to hand it off. That is Zach Owens. Owens on the carry. Owens is going to stiff arm somebody. That was Zach uh, Boffin, uh, Boffincuso from Lawrence, but we do have a penalty on the field that might be a block in the back, either block in the back or holding on United there on the carry. But that was one heck of a run there by Zach Owens. Yeah, and I believe that was a hold on the play. United is moving back. And another break here for the Cardinals. So a good they're run. They're moving back yeah. far. This might have been. It was holding. It was, yeah, offense. So offensive holding backs him up 10 yards. 140 left in this uh, half here. A very quick moving half here from West Windsor Plainsboro. Cardinals just trying to get a stop going, trying to get any sort of a m- momentum going into halftime. Sadaraju in the shotgun. Three-step drop. He's going to try and make it through, and he just breaks through a bunch of tackles. Finally brought down by Dane Bates. Bates just barely able to get on Sataraju, and if he wasn't able, Sataraju was going clear towards pay dirt. Yes, and uh, this is exactly what this United team has recognized pretty much around the same time I did, and it's every time that they drop back for a pass. It's this Cardinals defense. It, they kind of go into scramble mode. They panic a little bit because the pass game has been working really well. So when the quarterback takes off like that, when they're already in that mode. 46 seconds remaining in the half. Sataraju in the shotgun once again. Steps back once again. A little bit of a screen pass there to Besky. Besky along the sidelines. Barely just going to be brought down there by Condra. But yeah, not sure that's, uh, I believe that was Graham Walter on the stop. That was actually uh, Alexander Fernandez, and uh, he did a great job of chasing him down and stopping that play on third down because that surely would have been a fourth down, or excuse me, a first down. We are going to get a timeout here from West Windsor Plainsboro with 24 and a half seconds remaining here. But halftime is nearly upon us, and so is the halftime show. Stick around for that. Vocelli Pizza in Lawrenceville is proud to underwrite Lawrence Cardinals High School football on 1077 The Bronx, delivering classic Italian quality for over 30 years. Vocelli Pizza now open in Lawrenceville, creating delicious pizza and garlic sauces from their delicious family recipes. I could go for some Vocelli's after this, Sean. Oh, man, uh, just talking about it. I haven't eaten all day. You're making me hungry over here. Yeah, same thing with the Pork Chops Barbecue, our other sponsor here. Pork Chops Barbecue and Ewing is happy to support and underwrite the Lawrence Cardinals uh, High School football in 107.7 The Bronx. Order freshly prepared homestyle barbecue, authentic Portuguese cuisine, and even bubble teas. For more information, it's PCBBQ.com. God, we're getting we're getting all the food sponsors here tonight. I think I know where I'm going after this game. Amen. I haven't tried uh, Vocelli yet, but I have done... Uh, pork chops, and I can absolutely say 10 out of 10 would recommend, especially on a beautiful Friday night. Not a cloud in the sky, perfect temperature here, and a, just a great night for Friday night lights. Sadaruji is going to hand it off. No, it's going to be a hook and ladder play. And he's on the run, almost gets to the uh, yards again. That was TJ Jameson on the run, brought down by. Uh, excuse me, that was Jalen Hunt on the uh, carry. Brought down by Graham Walter, if I'm not mistaken. And that will bring up fourth down. And that actually was fourth down. So Musa Kamara oh, 
just and that was actually Musa Kamara that made the play on the defensive side and he just made the play of the game for the Cardinals here big fourth down they would have surely been across the 20 if he doesn't make that tackle and he comes out with the boomstick absolutely so a great tackle by him and Cardinals will take the ball over on downs first and 10 on their own 25 13 seconds to try and make something happen if they can get a touchdown here wouldn't it's not uncommon to see especially in this day and age 13 seconds of salvation and we'll see if the Cardinals are able to get something going here going into the locker room for halftime Brogel in the shotgun will drop back he is going to chuck it up trying to get there and it's going to be caught I believe that's Fernandez. He's trying to get through. Still he's on his go feet. Down. He took about five seconds just standing there as, you know, the, the United players were trying to tackle him. And he let only one second remaining on this clock. So that's not a lot of time. But that was probably the best pass I have seen out of Brogel, maybe in his career. That was a great pass down the field, probably caught around 30 to 40 yards down the field. And it gets them into field goal range. That was a darn. That was actually Samise Walker on the reception. An incredible throw from Brogel and an incredible catch from uh, Walker. Timeout from the Cardinals with a minute, a second and a half remaining in this uh, game here. We'll see what the we'll see what the Cardinals are able to do here. But as the cards are in this timeout, well, we've got a quick break in the action. Let's uh, pause 15 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Lawrence High School Cardinals football on the station with the biggest hits and best variety, 1077 The Bronx. WRRC-FM, Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Playing the biggest hits and best variety, only on 1077 The Bronx. And just like that, we are back here from West Windsor Plainsboro United uh, uh, North High School here between West Windsor Plainsboro United and your Lord's Cardinals. 1.6 seconds remaining in the half. Cards trying to get something going, entering the ha- uh, entering halftime. Brogel once again in the shotgun. Last play of the half, drops back. He's going to go deep, and it's going to be almost intercepted in the end zone, but incomplete nonetheless, and that will do it for the opening half, the first half here from Lawrence going into halftime your score here from West Windsor Plainsboro United 20 your Lawrence Cardinals 7 and we will be right back with the halftime show you're listening to the Lawrence Cardinals play football right here on 1077 the Bronx WRRC FM Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 the Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza 2098 Brunswick Avenue Lawrenceville as a business that began with the American dream Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Vocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. 
Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Ta Chok, the official Thai food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Beef Thai sweet basil stir fry, fried wontons, crab cake sticks, veggie spring rolls, and of course, Thai Ta Chok specialty Cha Yen Thai milk tea and Nam Krap Chia Pibiscus tea. Oh my gosh, doesn't that just sound delicious? Well, you can have your share of Southeastern Thai goodness at Thai Ta Chok. Thai Ta Chok is a new mobile food truck that offers tasty Southern style Thai food and beverages. Thai Cha Chalk can drive to wherever you are. Parties, corporate events, block parties, school events, the list goes on. You can even find them at local fairs, festivals, and events. There are several ways you can connect with Thai Cha Chalk. You can access them through Facebook by simply searching their name. You can also DM them on social media. And to schedule Thai Cha Chalk for your next event by phone, it's 609 201 6 However you choose to contact them, you'll be glad you did. We love Thai Cha Chalk. Two quarters are in the books, and the marching band is performing on the field below. This is the Lawrence Cardinals Halftime Report, underwritten by Ryder University. Ryder University is where your future begins. Discover all we have to offer at a fall open house. Register today at ryder.edu slash open house. While the cards are in the locker room discussing their plans for the second half, let's throw it back to Sean Johnson and Zach Helfer to break down and analyze the first 24 minutes of cards action, only on 107.7 The Bronx. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC FM. Trey Wright alongside Sean Johnson. Your Cardinals down 20 to 7 after the first half, and it was a really rough uh, for opening half for the Cardinals, Sean. Yeah, I mean, defensively, they were really not able to stop this United team from doing really anything. We saw them break out the pass as much as they wanted to, they've been running the ball very well. Fortunately for the Cardinals, they are only down by 13, so this is still a game. Indeed it is. Still winnable, only down by two scores, so not out of reach yet, but you hit the nail on the head. They've got to really fix a lot of things, especially on defense. Just fix everything. you got to stop scrambling when Connor Sataruju uh, drops back to uh, fake throw the ball because he you are leaving gaps wide open, and he can just uh, uh, scramble right through the pocket. And you got to plug up your secondary because you're getting torched both on the ground and in the air. So you just got to pick up, uh, fix those holes. Offensive-wise, we saw a little life towards the end of the uh, the second quarter with Con- uh, Giovanni Brogel throwing a couple of really good passes to uh, Alex Fernandez and look uh, was a Samis Walker to end the quarter. So I think they just got to throw the ball more. Yeah, and I mean uh, that was definitely the best pass we've seen from Bro- Brogel all season. I mean, he put that right on the money, and Walker almost just inches away from breaking out a touchdown there. Yeah, just mere inches, and he was almost uh, almost brought, he was 
had to fight for that yardage, but unfortunately was not able to get to the ground in time. Left only one second on the clock for just one more play. But they also just got to throw the rock around. And also, Keandre Soto has been a beast tonight, especially in that first quarter, scoring on his uh, second play from scrimmage for Lawrence to put the cards on the board. Those are their only points on the board. So use a combination of Soto and then just throw the ball a lot more often. I think it's still a winnable game for Lawrence. They're not out of it yet, but defensively, there's only so much that the offense can do. Defense has definitely got to st uh, step up. Yeah, I mean, offensively, they kind of did drop off since that first possession that they had in that first quarter. Uh, but besides that, you know, we I think we need to see Soto um, get involved a little bit more. He's gotten a few more handoffs since then, but not really able to get much going. I think once Soto is able to reestablish that running game, they can mix in the play action, and then they can really have this defense on their heels. Yeah, you just got to be... Uh, mixing up all of your signals, uh, just mixing up your plays, just trying to catch United off guard, especially on the pass, because those last couple of passes by Brogel looked like United secondary wasn't really in too much of a good position to bring them down. And like we said, Fernandez could have been long gone if he wasn't brought down at the last second by a couple of United players. So pass, the passing attack, it can definitely work, especially against the secondary. Yes, and I mean... Uh if they're able to just get those deep balls working again, I mean, they were able to put one of their best drives this entire game together in just seven seconds. So uh, I believe we will see uh, some more passing out of the Cardinals this half, and we'll see if they're able to get it going. Yeah, I can definitely see Giovanni Brogol. This could be his breakout game if they end up winning because passing-wise, he has been almost unstoppable. I believe he's uh, two for three tonight, at least in the second quarter. He might be... Four, uh, three, four for five on the night in total, but he's got it pretty much uh, somewhat nailed down. A little bit, in, uh, only one or two, yeah, two incomplete passes in the uh, second quarter, but he's been fairly on target, especially under pressure. So, do you think he uh, could lead, has got it in himself to lead this team to a victory tonight? I think uh, he's got, he's definitely got that drive, that passion. He wants to go out there and win this game. We'll see if he's able to really put this team on his back. The same thing with Matt Melchior on the defense. Melchior, one of the captains of this uh, Cardinals team. You've got to rally up your defense because, like we said at the top of the halftime show, you just got to fix everything that's going on because you're just leaving holes left and right. Your secondary is a mess. And you've just got to stop the run game, both the run and the pass attacks. And with how kind of like just how ballsy that this, uh, United team has been playing all night long, like that, that hook and ladder play on fourth down, I, they were very lucky that I was, uh, who was that that broke that up that play? Uh, it was Graham Walter that broke up that hook and ladder play on fourth down in Lawrence's own territory that probably has got Lawrence still in this game. Yeah, and no, I believe that was actually Musa Kamara. He did, uh, he came and made that big hit towards the end of that play, and uh, I mean, it was yards away from being a first down, and this would have been a completely different game if United were able to find the end zone with uh, just seconds remaining in that first half. 
All right, so that does it for the review of the first half. And when we come back, we're going to do a preview of the second half, things we want to see, things that we expect are going to happen. But we'll be back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in for the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. High School Football on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Ryder University's Fall Open House. Discover Ryder University at a Fall Open House. Located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, Ryder's 280-acre campus provides an inclusive and vibrant living and learning community for students throughout the region and around the world. Explore the campus alongside a friendly and knowledgeable student tour guide and see our favorite spots, including the residence halls, Daly's Dining Hall, Cranberries, The Pub, and beautiful Centennial Lake. Meet with faculty and current students who will tell you more about life on campus and how Riders Engage Learning Program connects students with high-impact professional experiences. Financial aid counselors will also be available to answer questions about scholarship and aid opportunities. All students who visit will receive an application fee waiver. Plus, attending a Rider Open House can help you earn $1,000 for textbooks. Rider is where your future begins. Register today at rider.edu forward slash open house. That's rider.edu forward slash open house to see what it's like to be a Ryder Bronc. Programming on 1077 The Bronc is underwritten in part by the Tanning Zone in Hamilton, Ewing, and now open in Bordentown. Welcome to the Tannies. We're on the red carpet for the tanning world's most prestigious award ceremony. Look, here comes the legendary Tanning Zone in Hamilton. <gasps> the one that started it all. Wow, what a gloom. Not to be outdone, it's the Tanning Zone in Ewing. No second fiddle when it comes to getting a great tan. Stop. Who's that? That's the new kid in town, the Tanning Zone in Bordentown. Shut up. Tanning Zone is bringing it to Bordentown. Full tanning services plus new spa services like Poly Red Light Therapy, Bleach Bright Advanced Teeth Whitening, and the Cocoon Wellness Pro Pod. <gasps> oh, snap. 
With affordable daily indoor sun specials, the new tanning zone in Bordentown is making quite the name for itself at the tannies. Glamorous. For more information about the tanning zone online, including their brand new Bordentown location, it's the thetanningzonehamilton.com. Hi, this is Stephen Ham, wide receiver for the Lawrence High School Cardinals. Before every kickoff, I tell my family and friends to tune in to 107.7 The Bronx, WRRC-FM to listen to me play. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 107.7 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Trey Ray alongside Sean Johnson. About to uh, wrap up the sec- uh, halftime here and about to enter the second half. And speaking of football, let's... Uh, Switch over to, uh, let's check up on our brothers over on the retro station, Rancocas Valley Football. That's a barn burner over on uh, WRRC2. Are the Red Devils tied with Eastern 7-7 entering the second half of that game. That sounds like a pretty close game there down in RV, Sean. Yeah, and I'm hoping that this game gets a little closer here. Uh, Hope the Cardinals can start off. They do get the ball first, I believe. They do, do. because we did kick off first, so... uh, I'd like to see them, you know, really punch uh, United in the mouth here and just score quick, score early, and then have the defense come out and really rock them. Because like we have well established at this point, defense just needs a lot of work, especially if they want to keep the cards back in this game. Offense wins wins games, but defense also wins games. It also helps uh, really well uh, later in the season. Hey, offense wins games, defense wins championships. Not quite a championship game, only the third game of the season, but you need a defense if you want to get the ball back and without anybody, the other team scoring any points. So pretty much uh, a lot of the bases covered here for uh, the recap. Uh, just you excited for the second half? Yeah. Yes, I mean, I'd, uh, I'd, I'm really looking forward to a better game, as I mentioned. Uh, you know, because so far it's just seemed, you know, like very, it's, it feels like United is in complete control of this game, yet it, they're only down by 13 points. So when a game kind of has a feeling like that, and uh, it's not necessarily a fun one to watch, but uh, you know, I have I have faith in our Cardinals here. I have a feeling that they'll come back here in this second half. And so with a 125 remaining in halftime, the marching band is still on the field. Let's go ahead and do like a short preview of next week's game. We're back home at Lawrence against the Heightstown Rams. Zach will Zach Helfer will be back on the call, so you won't be hearing my voice. We'll be hearing just me on Wake Up Rider. But uh, yeah. Heightstown coming into tonight, uh, only uh, playing uh, playing one game. I believe they're 0-1. Going into tonight, I believe they're playing either Hopewell Valley or Hamilton West. Uh, I'll have to double-check on that. But Heightstown, Lawrence, next week, what are your expectations? Uh, you know, I, I'm really depending on this second game out of Heightstown because, uh, you know, kind of just judging off of one game, it's hard. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like our Cardinals, if they are able to finish strong in this game, they'll have a lot of momentum going into that next game. And you don't want to go to, um, you know, under 500. So I, I'd like to see them, uh, you know, really get it together. Indeed. So with about 27, 26 seconds remaining in halftime, we're going to go to another quick break. But when we return, we will bring you the second half of Cardinals action here at West Windsor Plainsboro North High School. We'll be back with Lawrence Cardinals football only on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. 
School Football on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Ryder University's Fall Open House. Discover Ryder University at a Fall Open House. Located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, Ryder's 280-acre campus provides an inclusive and vibrant living and learning community for students throughout the region and around the world. Explore the campus alongside a friendly and knowledgeable student tour guide and see our favorite spots, including the residence halls, Daly's Dining Hall, Cranberries, the pub, and beautiful Centennial Lake. Meet with faculty and current students who will tell you more about life on campus and how Riders Engage Learning Program connects students with high-impact professional experiences. Financial aid counselors will also be available to answer questions about scholarship and aid opportunities. All students who visit will receive an application fee waiver. Plus, attending a Rider Open House can help you earn $1,000 for textbooks. Rider is where your future begins. Register today at rider.edu forward slash open house. That's rider.edu forward slash open house to see what it's like to be a Rider Bronc. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronc is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, Salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 29 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club inside the Hyatt Regency, Princeton. Audrey Hepburn once said, laughing is and will always be the best form of therapy. And that's what Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club intends to do. Provide therapy through comedy and deep belly laughs. The original world-famous comedy club, Catch has been synonymous with the best names in comedy for more than a quarter century. Their performers have appeared on BET, Showtime, Comedy Central, and more. Whether you're looking for a great date night, girls night out, or solo laughs, Catch a Rising Star is guaranteed to meet your comedy needs. Looking to host your next celebration or event and in need of group tickets? Catch a Rising Star has that covered too. For tickets and more information online, it's catcharisingstar.com. You'll laugh so hard, it will hurt. Singing impressionist, accomplished musician, and comedian Gary Delena kicks off the fall comedy season at Catch a Rising Star. Catch Steve's musical parodies and good-natured clowning with audience Friday, September 9th at 8 p.m. and Saturday, September 10th at 7.30 p.m. at Catch a Rising Star inside the Hyatt Regency in Princeton. For tickets and more information, it's catcharisingstar.com. Hi, this is Keandre Soto, running back for the Lawrence High School Cardinals. Before every kickoff, I tell my family and friends to tune into 1077 The Bronx, WRC FM, to listen to me play. That was Keandre Soto from your Lawrence Cardinals, and he has had a night, and they are going to need to be using Soto a lot more in this second half. Welcome back to Lawrence Cardinals football here on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC FM. Trey Wright alongside Sean Johnson ready for the opening kickoff for the back nine of this game. Your Lawrence Cardinals down 13, 20-7 coming into this one, Sean. Yes, I mean, uh, 
Coming into this one, you're right, 20 to 7. I believe uh, the Cardinals will get the ball at half, like we said uh, during Indeed that halftime will. show. So uh, I'm just looking forward to the Cardinals coming out here on offense. I want to see the passing game involved a little bit more. Uh, it worked decently in that first half, but probably not as much as the Cardinals would have expected. So we'll see how they come out here in the second. So while we wait for the teams to come onto the field for the opening kickoff of the second half, which Cardinal will be the most valuable player of the game? Listen for the LHS MVP of the game immediately following today's action during the Ryder University Open House postgame show exclusively on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Your 2022 National Association of Broadcasters Marconi Award nominee for College Radio Station of the Year. The press box is absolutely shaking here. Yeah, I don't, yeah, West don't know Win what's going on. It looks like an earthquake, not yeah. really. But uh, West Windsor, like the uh, people from both towns have come out in droves here tonight. And this student section is absolutely wild. Reminds me of the student section of my, at my alma mater of Somerville. You know Somerville very well gone to Bridgewater. Yes, uh, we, we were very close, probably 10, 15 minutes uh, from each other. So uh, Not even. Yeah, probably well, less than that. Just like a hop and a skip and just a drive down 22 away. Yeah, really. So definitely a small world there, but the student section absolutely packed. But cheerleaders throwing T-shirts into the crowd, crowd getting into it. But, hey, we want the Lawrence crowd to get into it as well. And we're going to get into this second half here from West Windsor Plainsboro North High School. Cunningham once again on the kick. We'll see if he has another trick or ace up his sleeve. It's going to be a high, small kick. Going to be brought down at about the 30-yard line. And that will open up the drive here for the cards with just a nice drive, with just a nice catch at the 30-yard line. A little bit of deep in their territory, but nonetheless, great, uh, decent field position for the cards. We'll see how they come out here again. I was thinking that they would establish the running game to start off. Keandre Soto got off to a very good start on the first drive, and again, he's kind of been absent since then. So he is out there to start now. We'll see how this drive goes. Brogel under center for the first time this half. He will uh, toss it off to Soto, and Soto will be brought back. And unfortunately for Lawrence, looks like it's going to be a loss of about two yards. Actually, they're marking it as a gain. I thought he lost yardage there, but definitely hey, looked like it. We'll take that. We take those. And that was uh, that was Dane Bates that was on the carry there. And uh, we did see uh, that he got that kick return earlier in the game. But uh, it's good that they're trying to get him involved because this three-headed monster needs to get going. Brogel under center once again. He will hand it off again. That is uh, Jihad Dix on the carry. He's going to break one tackle. Finally, be able to come down. And that's Dix. quick feet by Dix, able to just get around defenders. He turned probably what would have been a gain of nothing into a gain of about four. Yeah, just really quick on his feet, Dix is. Able to just dance around a couple of those defenders. Juke one, juke two out. Finally takes all about three or four of them to finally bring him down. Just incredible balance out of the, just, yeah, just incredible balance out of this junior here from Lawrence. He's going to be used all this season, all of next season. I really expect great things to come from Jahad Dix. So it brings down third down and about five, exactly five. Ball on Lawrence's 36, trying to get a conversion here. 
Brogel once again under center. Oh, no, he's going to fumble, but pick it, picks it back up. He's going to try and get the first down himself. He will get the first down and more. A broken play there as uh, Brogel fumbled the ball, able to pick it back up, and is able to turn something negative into an absolute positive. Third down conversion, seven-yard run for Brogel. And that is exactly what Car- the Cardinals needed. And one thing we haven't seen all season is Brogel use his feet. We've really just seen him hand it off or just drop back and throw it. But, I mean, he has got some speed on him. He picked that up quick. And we, we have seen the speed out of Brogel. So we'll talk about that more after this play. It's going to be a handoff to Condre Soto. Soto, the big man running. He'll get the first down, trying to get some more. It's going to take the entire team of United to take down Keandre Soto. Big man there running down the field. Soto, what a run there. And that is just the running game getting established. As I mentioned that these Cardinals need to do, this offense is moving now and a little bit of life. We've got a game here. The Cardinals are able to score. I mean, we're, we're looking at a great game ahead of us. And they just got to keep it up on defense. So a fresh set of downs straight out of the oven. Ball on United's 42. Brogo under center once again. He'll hand it off to Soto once again. Soto trying to break through. Not able to get the first down, but still a good yard, a good run for Soto. Well, we're talking about Brogel using his feet, and we saw this uh, when, in baseball last year with Brogel really uh, running well on the base paths. So Brogel, he is fast. We saw it in LHS baseball back in the spring. We'll see it again in the spring of 23. So we know Brogel is really, really fast. And we'll see if he's able to use his legs at all in the rest of this drive. Second and here, Brogel will hand it off once again to Soto. Soto's going to be trucked, but he's able to get some more forward progress. That ball might have came out. Came out. We'll see. What are they saying here? It looks like uh, they're going to say that he was down first and... uh, that is definitely a, a huge break. Good call for the Cardinals. I that mean, was a humongous, probably the biggest break of the night for the Cardinals because that ball looked like it was out. That was def- it was definitely out, but I believe Soto was down by the t- uh, by the time he fumbled the ball. So it'll be third and short on their uh, United's 35-yard uh, line. Soto will get the first down, and he will try to get some more. It's going to take about half of the players on United to take down the big man. I don't know if Rob Raddus was listening to our coverage of, during halftime, but Soto's production has just been skyrocketing in this half. Yeah, and like we said, he started off that first drive so well. Just two plays to get a touchdown, and he went far, far away. And now he's doing uh, doing it again on this drive. And he got a th- is. United going to try and bulk up their line a little bit more. And does Raddus respond by having Brogel throw the rock a little bit? You know, we got uh, Dane Bates and uh, Alexander Fernandez try and get those guys deep in the field. But it looks like it's going to be another run play. Hand off to Soto once again. Soto jukes a couple of ta- uh, players. He's going to get the first down, maybe a little bit short, but right at the yard, uh, yard to gain. And it indeed, it is going to be another first down. Keandre Soto putting this Cardinals offense on his back and going through a hellscape that is the United defensive line. 
And this game is nowhere near over, ladies and gentlemen. Cards only down by 13. They just need a couple of touchdowns to get back in this one. And Brogle's going to have the run, run. He's going to have the wheels, and he's going to get trucked at the five. It took a big hit there, and he pops right back up. If anything, the man that hit him, uh, the one that's shaken up a little bit there, Brogle, already back to the coach before he's even able to get up on his feet. He's high on adrenaline, Sean, and all these players, they know that they have got the momentum. They need to score here, though, if they want to keep this momentum. And, hey, the defense has got to do something on this next play or the, on the on the next drive but a fresh set of downs first and 10 on united's three-yard line brogel under center once again we'll see if he passes to soto once again yes he does soto is going to be brought down and united after being thwarted by soto for about five or six plays in a row finally catches up on their reading and that was a huge stop i believe that was by xavier uh, chowhurry by united and what a stop there now you got to think you got to switch up your offense a little bit sean maybe you know they're covering soto like a covering soto like a blanket maybe give it to Dix. maybe throw it up and give it to Fernandez, but a loss of one yard, second and goal. Here we go, once again, Soto once again is gonna be struck once again, and it's another stop. My goodness. And it looks like that was a Brogle on the carry, and he was just a few yards short of the first down here. And now if I'm the Cardinals, I'm thinking that United is definitely expecting a pass, or excuse me, a run here. So that's when I think you mix it up. You go play action. You give them something to expect and put it in the end zone through the air. Huge third down. This could change the tide of the game. 525 left in the third quarter. Fast moving quarter. All the cards action. And that may have been a false start and looks like the cards are going to be pushed back a bit. Dirty laundry on the field, and the mistakes come back to bite Lawrence in the bum once again. It indeed is going to be a false start against Lawrence. Still third and goal, backed up to United's nine-yard line, and it just becomes that much harder to get into this end zone, Sean. And now I think they're faced with a pretty tough decision here. I think United would probably expect a pass on third and nine. Uh, but, you know, on third and goal, you you just got to gotta catch them off guard here with something. Doesn't look like we got any receivers set. So it looks like it's going to be another run play. Third and goal. 4.56 left in the game. In the quarter. Pass play, but no, broken up. Brogel's pass intended for Dane Bates. Another drop pass from Bates. And that brings up fourth and nine. A play action pass, but unfortunately, another drop pass for number three. And that we'll see if Lawrence tries to get a field goal or are they going to go for it? You got to go for it. I think you got to go for it here. You're down by two scores. You don't want to give United the ball back because they've been pretty good offensively so far. Um... You're still down two if you kick the field goal as well, so. Well, looks like we're going to get a timeout here from the cards. Trying to figure out what they're going to do here. 
But while they do that, keep up with the Bronx and all of our Lawrence High School sports broadcasts on social media. Follow your home for Cardinals football on Instagram and Facebook at 1077 LeBronc, on Twitter at 1077 LeBronc FM, and on TikTok at 1077 LeBronc WRRC. And let's switch over to switch over to Uncocus Valley, see how the Red Devils are doing in their game against Eastern. And it looks like RV is up seven to uh, 14 to seven over RV with 18 uh, seconds left in quarter number three. Malachi Castle barrels in from 40 yards out to put RV up in the scoreboard. RV has completely turned their, seat, uh, their team around from the devastating just two and eight record team that was last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've already got two wins this year, and it looks like they're on track for a possible third. Gary Lucas is definitely bringing the energy for this Red Devils. We'll see if Rob Raddus is able to bring the same energy here. They've got to have a lot of, a lot of energy. This uh, does it, may go, They may go for it. They're still in the huddle. And it looks like... Looks like they're going to try and go for it here. Fourth and nine. Play of the game coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Turn your volume up. This could decide the ball game here with 4.51 remaining in the third quarter. Still a lot of football to be played. Bulls is going to see who gets the momentum. It's going to be a snapback pass. It's going to be Soto on the run. Is he able to get to the end zone? It's going to be a touchdown for Lawrence. What a play by Jihad Dix. The Hicks on the run, my apologies. But Jihad Dix, nine yards out, the pitch and run behind the yard line of scrimmage. What a play there. I thought he was a bit short. But Lawrence, right back in this game. 4.43 left in the third quarter. That quarter, all Lawrence action. Oh boy, we got a game, ladies and gentlemen. Able to make so many defenders miss on that play and at the end it looked like he was coming down short but he's able to just extend his arm Brogel, the kick is up and it's gonna be wow up what, in the air what a crazy play there as that that kick was blocked and it ended up going through so 20 to 14 here. The scoreboard says 27 to 7. Not sure what's going on with the scoreboard, but here, but we know that it is 20. I don't, I don't know. Scoreboard's having some sort of seizure there, but we've got a game, Sean. This game is nowhere near, uh, just nowhere near far from over, and a big stop is absolutely required from Lawrence because if you stop. Uh, the run play, just any this uh, this hard working or well oiled machine that is this offense from West Windsor Plainsboro United, you have got a game and you've got all the momentum on your side. Yeah, I mean they've got to get the big defensive stop here. They got to get this ball back and give the offense a chance to go up on the next possession. So the teams will line up for the kickoff, and we'll see if Lawrence has got a bit of trickery up their sleeve. I don't think that they do like any sort of trickery. Just kick the ball deep in the end zone and then just allow, uh, just try and get as much of a stop as possible. Just try and get uh, West Windsor Plainsboro backed up as far as they can. But Brogel looks like he will be on the kick once again. Doing double duty here for Lawrence, both under center and behind the uh, goalpost. 
But what a crazy turn of events here. We thought, West, like, the entire first half, West Windsor Plainsboro was in control of this game. And now, with uh, about eight minutes, uh, seven minutes into this third quarter, the game is completely flipped on its head, Sean. Yes, and now it seems as if, as if this game is in control of the Cardinals. Rogel with a high kick. It's going to be conned around the 30-yard line by number 23 from uh, United. That was Xavier Chowhury again. So now United will take over with the possession of the Rock. 441 remaining here in the third quarter, and it has been a good one here from West Windsor Plainsboro. The Cardinals down by only a score, 20 to 14. And hey, those two failed two-point conversions from West Windsor Plainsboro early in the game, that may come back to bite them. But we'll just have to see how it goes. First snap is going to be brought up by Ben uh, Lussie, and he's going to be brought down. A great run by Ryan Bessie. Besky brought down by Jack Bonfuscano. Uh, but United on the run. Quickly trying to get the momentum back on their side. And you've got to plug out this run defense, Sean. Yes, I mean, it's just been running all over this Cardinals defense. And they've got to piece it together soon because with 434 remaining, it's just... Time's running out, and we saw how long it took for them to get stuff going in this quarter. And it's going to be brought once again. That time it's going to be taken by Jalen Hunt. It's brought down. Cardinals are saying that Hunt fumbled the ball. But officials saying that United still has the ball. That was, br uh, that was brought down by Jordan Wilson. Big man on uh, the center on the offense at least. But that will bring up second and long, 4:03, and running left in this third quarter. Probably one of the fastest moving uh, football games I've ever been to, Sean. We're only about a little, a uh, little over an hour and a half into this game. So that'll bring up second and eight. Quarterback running back, and he's going to be brought down. What a play there by Devere McLean just absolutely coming into the backfield untouched and smoking the quarterback. Yeah, Connor Sadaraju saw the turnstiles turning in front of him, and what a sack there for the Cardinals. That will bring up third and 13, a loss of five. And if they can get a stop here, mistake-free stop. They've, they've got uh, they've, we have absolutely got an absolute ball game here. Sataruju gonna try and take it himself, and he is gonna be stuffed, brought down there. That was Matt Melchior. Who else than the rock of this Lawrence defense? And that will bring up fourth and long. And ladies and gentlemen, the cards are here in the second half, and they are here to play. And that was also Amir Sutton also getting in on that tackle. Both Melchior and Sutton combining for one of the biggest plays so far defensively that the Cardinals have made all game. Kahanatan back to punt for United. United with their backs up against the wall. Clock still running. 2.44 left in the third quarter. This fourth quarter is shaping up to be an old-fashioned draw. A little bit of a high snap, but Connington will punt it up in the air, and it's a little bit of a close punt. Oh, and it's muffed! The punt, the punt is muffed! 
Cardinals looked like they were lucky enough to come up with that one. It was recovered there. Not sure who it was covered by. I believe it might have been Elijah Muse. But that was almost disaster for Lawrence and my my heart stopped there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that would have probably been able to, you know, hand the hammer to the United here and put the nail in the coffin. So after that brief almost heart attack by both of us and probably every Lawrence uh, fan in attendance, that brings up first and 10 from the 35. It's going to be uh, Dix on the run, and he's going to have the run. He's going to have the lane down the sideline. Jihad Dix, 10-5, touchdown. Almost brought his in, and he is going to be in. What a play by Jihad Dix. He's able to juke out two defenders in the backfield and then go 60 yards down the field. What a touchdown by our Cardinals. What a tear. Jihad Dix with the run down the sidelines. And Lawrence has tied up this puppy. 2-14 left in the quarter, and West Windsor Plainsboro is stunned. So now it looks like they will go for the go-ahead uh, extra point. Brogel once again back to kick. We'll see if it's blocked here and keep the game tied. But Brogel, the kick is up and it is good. And for the first time tonight, the Lawrence Cardinals are out front 21 to 20. Oh boy. Oh my God. Yeah, the Cardinals, what a comeback it has been from them. I mean, they are firing on all parts into this second half. This third quarter is not even over, and they've scored 14 points, and it feels like they might not even be done. And you can feel, you can hear a pin drop here in West Windsor Plainsboro. The fans, the players, the coaches, everybody here stunned by the Cardinals coming out in this third quarter. Lightning offense, no mercy. The defense, we thought that was going to be really, we was really sketchy in that first half, but they have played their hearts out in this second half, and the Cards right back in this fight, and we have grabbed the six shooters out, ladies and gentlemen. We've got an old-fashioned uh, old western draw here in West Windsor. So now we'll see if Lawrence's defense is once again able to come up big and prevent United from responding. But it has been a good one. If you are just tuning in, the Lawrence Cardinals have just taken the lead after being down by 14 points, 20 to six uh, to uh, 20 to seven, excuse me, to open uh, to entering halftime, and it has just been. Jihad, the Jihad Dix and Condre Soto show throughout this third quarter. And we'll see if Giovanni Brogel is able to make a name for himself as well and probably pile up some more points. But Brogel back to kick, and he will put the ball up in the air. It's a little bit of a short kick here. Caught by United. We'll see if they're able to bring it down. Looks like it's going to be Ryan Besky once again. Besky is going to be thrown to the ground. Well, that's going to be Jack Bonkufius. Bocanfusio with the uh, bring down. And that will set up really good defensive field position for the Cardinals. Now, if you're the defense, you just need to continue. You don't need to do anything special here. You know, just continue what you've been doing, you know, since the end of that first half and in the beginning um, of this second half. So once again, be Connor Sataraju. Up in the shotgun. 
Got a couple of running backs right along him. It's going to be Will Carter on the run on the outside. He's going to be out, and he's, oh, he's going to be brought down. Absolutely slammed by about three or four Cardinals. Will Carter just got hit with a 50-car freight train. Oh, questionably could have been a late hit. I mean, definitely a dangerous one there at the sideline. That was was absolutely head-to-head, so... Not good there, not a good look there for the Cardinals, but a massive hit to try and keep the momentum on their side. So that will bring up second and four, ball on the 39-yard line. Sadaraju will hand it off once again. That's going to be Besky, and that was a horse collar tackle. And no call. That was, okay, I'm going to be real. That should have been a call. That absolutely should have been a flag, a horse collar tackle there on Besky. And Besky's been roughed up a lot tonight. Thankfully, he was able to get up after that, but that absolutely should have been a flag. And this is two plays in a row now that the Cardinals have caught a break. They really got to be a little bit more disciplined here because that could have been back-to-back penalties. Yeah, and back-to-back personal fouls especially. That could have backed them up 30 yards and put United in prime scoring position. But it was a... Fr- uh, they did... They're trying to see if United and Besky got the first down conversion. I mean, I'd, they're seeing if uh, they're measuring here. They're seeing if they're short at all. I mean, and it indeed is a first down. And that prob- that absolutely makes up for the two no calls against Lawrence. Or uh, that would have been uh, in... In favor of West Windsor Plainsboro, that would have been against Lawrence. But a fresh set of downs out of the bakery for West Windsor Plainsboro United. They are all the way at the 39-yard line. Clock running down on this third quarter. Sadaraju is going to almost get He is going to get him. Will Carter on the run. First down and more. Brought down at the 25-yard line. That, uh, that pass was almost picked off there by Musa Kamara. But Carter able to juggle the ball into the bread basket. And once again, the Cardinals defense, especially their secondary, being picked off. And Plainsboro just trying to get back into this game, respond after being hit with a 1-2 punch from Soto and uh, Jahad Dix. But first and 10, clock still running here. Uh, Time running out in the third quarter. And it's going to be a run play from Jalen Hunt, unable to go anywhere. Now Melchior again on the tackle, and just he's been unstoppable today, able to get through this offensive line with much ease. And that will indeed be the final play of the third quarter, an action-packed third quarter. If you were just tuning in, you have missed a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Your Lawrence Cardinals up 21-20 to over the West Windsor Plainsboro United here. But we'll be right back for the fourth and final quarter of action here on 107.7 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. High School Football on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Ryder University's Fall Open House. Discover Ryder University at a Fall Open House. Located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, Ryder's 280-acre campus provides an inclusive and vibrant living and learning community for students throughout the region and around the world. Explore the campus alongside a friendly and knowledgeable student tour guide and see our favorite spots, including the residence halls, Daly's Dining Hall, 
cranberries, the pup, and beautiful Centennial Lake. Meet with faculty and current students who will tell you more about life on campus and how Riders Engage Learning Program connects students with high-impact professional experiences. Financial aid counselors will also be available to answer questions about scholarship and aid opportunities. All students who visit will receive an application fee waiver. Plus, attending a Rider open house can help you earn $1,000 for textbooks. Rider is where your future begins. Register today at rider.edu forward slash open house. That's rider.edu forward slash open house to see what it's like to be a Rider Bronc. Enjoy Friday Night Lights on 1077 The Bronc. I'm Jalil Witten, wide receiver for Long Side. Catch all of the Cardinals games this season on your mobile device or smart speaker. Search and download WRRC1 and Apple app, Google Play, and Alexa Store. We're back with Lawrence Cardinals football on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Trey Wright alongside my partner in crime for tonight, Sean Johnson. And first, first play of the fourth quarter is going to be a caught, catch by Will Carter. Carter trying to get to the end zone is brought down by Musa Kamara. Once again, able to stop Carter from uh, reaching pay dirt. And another great catch for Will Carter. And we are just in the middle of an absolute duel. Cardinals up 21 to 20. It has been a dogfight in the second half. And the Cardinals defense just trying to levy the damage a little bit and, uh, and, a and just allow this offense to get back in this game and try and uh, streak ahead and potentially just uh, make this an easier win for the Cards because they absolutely need it, Sean. Ball is run. It's going to be a little bit of a run play from Blake Peasky, and he is going to try and get in the end zone. He is going to get out of the, in the end zone. Touchdown, Ryan Besky. And United responds in kind with a touchdown up 26-20 to 20 run. Besky with a juke on about three different Cardinals. And just like that, West Windsor Plainsboro back up on the scoreboard. And the student section here at West Windsor is going absolutely nuts. Yeah, they're shaking the press box here. I mean, this is uh, that was a meaningful touchdown to them. And they could put uh, United up here by seven if they can get this two-point conversion. Yeah, I mean, at this point in the game, you're only up by five. So you just I would just go for a field goal. But here they go for the two-point conversion. Sadaruju trying to buy some time. It's going to be... Is it in there? Ball's still alive, but it's now it's going to be called dead. And for the third time tonight, two-point conversion is going to get a major F from West Windsor Plainsboro United up 26-21. to 21. And what a game this has been. What a third quarter it was, and what a fourth quarter this is going, probably going to be. And I don't know too much about that uh, that decision to go for two there because if they take the extra point, they do have uh, to six point separation between the Cardinals and United. And uh, you know now if Cardinals if the Cardinals score a touchdown here, they're automatically up. Indeed, they will be. But man, <laughs> this is uh, definitely one of the most exciting games I've seen, especially on the Lawrence side of things. But hey. Who will be your uh, Cardinal, our player of the game? Stick around for our player of the game here right on, on 1077 The Bronx, WRRC. 
That is brought to you by Ryder University Fall Open House. Register today at our Fall Open House for a chance to see if you'd like to come to Ryder University. Come to Ryder University. Come and join the Bronx. We're always looking for people to join here. We're always looking for anybody, especially sports broadcasting. Hey, if you want to do a radio show, do it here at the Bronx. The Bronx, 1077 The Bronx, and Ryder University are the place for you, especially if you are a communications major. United once again to kick, and it's going to be another onside kick that's going to fail. And it's going to be recovered there. Not sure who that was by. I believe that was number 44, Nico Capone, with a recovery for Lawrence. I'm not sure if that was an onside kick or he just failed at kicking it. And that's kind of what I thought on the first kick of the game from United. And it looks like he might have just hit the ball a little weird. And uh, the result of the kick came out a little wonky. But uh, otherwise, it will be Cardinals ball here on the 37. So the Cards starting this drive on their uh, own 37-yard line. First and 10, 11-29 left in the game. Rogel back again, one under center, but it looks like... We might have an encroachment or of offsides penalty from United. We'll see what the call is. And it is encroachment. On West Windsor Plainsboro. So a good break for the cards. Puts them up five yards and it'll be first and five for the Cardinals on the 42-yard line. Good break for them to open up this drive. And we'll see what they're able to do once they actually get a play off without any penalties. The cards so just half the distance to go here on first down. We got to expect to see the run again as it was working so well on the last drive. And once again, they'll probably try to establish this running game early on into this drive and then maybe mix in the play action. Under center once again is Brogel. We'll see if he hands off to Soto once again. Indeed, he is flag on the play though. Soto is stuffed by way too many uh, United players to count. And I believe this play is coming back. I believe Samiz Walker and Alexander Fernandez were both offsides on that play. And the, the Cardinals just having trouble lining up at wide receiver here tonight. Unfortunately, so it looks like it will go back. So we'll go back to first and 10 once again. But it's, it is indeed going to be a false start on Walker. So let's redo it. It's, hump, uh, it's Groundhog Day. Put your little hands in mind, ladies and gentlemen, back at first 10 at the 37-yard line. Hey, look, kids, Big Ben. But a little bit familiar, familiar territory here. Running clock at 11-18. And Cardinals down 26-21 to 21 here in quarter number four from West Windsor, Plainsboro. Rogel once again under center. We'll see if he hands it off to Soto once again. That looked like another false start. Soto's going to be stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Excuse me, that was Jihad Dix on the carry. You know, from up here, I have been trying to get my glasses, like uh, my prescription updated, so I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. But both Dix and Soto have been really, really good for this Cardinals offense, Sean. Yes, I mean, both of them with a touchdown. Dix with the most recent one, able to bring it all the way to the house, 60 yards out. So we'll see uh, We'll see what route they go on or what direction they take. Four receivers set, uh, two on, or excuse me, three receivers set. It's going to be a pitch to the outside. 
to Dixon. Dixon is going to be brought down. That was an easy first grade style read there by the defense from United, and that will back up Lawrence even more. Third and long here for the cards on their own 36. Yeah, that one was just easily read, as you said, Trey. Uh, they got to do something big here on third and long. The, just the beginning of the fourth quarter here. Got to keep this momentum going. So maybe expect a pass here from our Cardinals. Brogel on her center. Third and 12 from the 35. It's going to be uh, Brogel dropping back to pass. It's going to be caught. And no, it's not going to be caught once again. Samise Walker. With the ball going right through his hands, and that brings up fourth and 12 from Lawrence's 35. Another drop pass, and that one, that was on uh, Samise Walker, in my opinion, because that was perfectly thrown, maybe a little overthrown, but Samise Walker had that ball and just slipped through his hands, unfortunately. And this is just many times we've seen that this season. Brogel not getting a lot of help from his receivers. So Brogel back to punt here. A deep punt, a land at about the 30-yard line, but will stay in bounds. Ball is picked up, and it's going to be Jamison. Oh, ball, ball comes is out. out. Ball is out. The ball comes out, and it's going to be Samise Walker making up for his mistake. Samise Walker on the fumble recovery. Touchdown, Cardinals. What a play there by Samise Walker, and I believe on the tackle. Uh, that was, I, I'm not actually entirely sure who it was, but Samise Walker, just what a play to stay with the ball and take it into the end zone. And special teams has been working so well for United today. And now look at it. It comes back around for the Cardinals. Samise Walker, gridiron redemption. Holy jumping, ladies and gentlemen. Rogel back to kick. But Samise Walker, after giving up that fourth down, oh, that... In, uh, incomplete pass on uh, third down. Brogel's kick is up and it is good all the way deep into the night sky. And Samise Walker probably with the play of the game. Holy jumping. Yeah, now Cardinals up by two here. So that's where those uh, extra points are coming to bite back United. So score is 28 to 26 in favor of the Cardinals. And hey, over on our sister station, w, uh, 107.7 The Bronx Retro, the Rancocas Valley Red Devils uh, defeat the Eastern Vikings 21 to 7. And Rancocas already more wins than they had last year, up to 3 and 0. Oh, Garrett Lucas has done absolute wonders for this team, Sean. Yeah, I mean, we're in Cocos Valley up to 3 now, as you mentioned. Yep. So now, as uh, Soto, excuse me, Brogel will kick. After this kick, we will pause for station identification. But first, we want to see the opening kick here. But what a, what a game. What a topsy-turvy second half of this game. I feel like I've said that about a thousand times, but I'm in just shock of how crazy insane this game second half has been. Brogel with the sky kick. We caught there by Ryan Besky. Besky jukes out one uh, Cardinal, jukes out another, finally brought down at the 43-yard line. Student section going crazy. And with that break in the action, 
We are going to pause for about 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Lawrence High School Cardinals football on the station with the biggest hits and best variety, 1077 The Bronx. WRRC-FM, Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Playing the biggest hits and best variety, only on 1077 The Bronx. And we're right back here with a fresh set of downs for United. It's going to be off to Besky once again. Besky trying to get as many, as much yardage as he can, but he's going to be brought down by Dane Bates once again. I believe that was also uh, Musa Kamara on the tackle once again, but Besky getting a lot of production in the scarce playing time on the, for this United offense. And this is the drive of the game for the Cardinals defensively. If they're able to have the lead and stop United here, they could put this game away. Second and seven for United. It's going to be a QB scramble. It's going to be brought down. That was the quarterback for United, Connor. That was uh, Connor Sataraju with the scramble. And that will be a United first down. Once again, uh, drop looked like uh, Sanaraju was going to drop back to pass, and once again the Cardinals defenders scrambled, able to see it was able to see that lane through the gut, and able to pick up the first down. If I were the Cardinals here, I would definitely have somebody just focus completely on the quarterback so that they can't have that play happen anymore. So a fresh set of downs out of the bakery for United. Sanaraju will hand it off. And it's going to be brought. Uh, it's going to be uh, brought up the middle by Jalen Hunt once again. Excuse me, no, uh, Amir Jones. Jordan Wilson on the tackle, big man tackle there for the Cards. 7:36 and running left in this game. Cardinals up by two, 28 to 26. And this has been an old-fashioned draw between these two teams, each uh, one and one with. A little bit of a tale of two cities games uh, on the season. Blowout games for both sides. But second and four. Sataraju. Oh, it's going to be offsides on the Cardinals. That, that was. time they had a little bit of misdirection. They ran the same formation that they do when they do this wide receiver reverse. And instead of snapping it and handing it off to him, they just let him keep going to the other side. And the Cardinals defense expected something else. That was Jerry Dada, the senior, that was caught off sides. And that will bring up first down for United, who's trying to get down this field. And defense, once again, they had a good defensive stop early in the third quarter, but it looks like that shine is beginning to wear a little bit off. Let's see if they're able to get a nice defensive stop. Sadaraju, a little bit of a broken spiral pass, broken up there by... Uh, Jack Bonfusencano. Uh, that was intended there for, I believe. Uh, trying to see. I believe that was intended for Will Carter. And Carter, if he got that reception, was going to be in the end zone for about the third, uh, the second time tonight, if I'm not mistaken. And Bo Confuso would just absolutely amazing defending down the stretch. You can't let the deep ball happen, and he did a great job there. It's second and ten. Second down, 10 yards to gain. Ball on the 35. Sotorachi is going to take it himself, and he is going to be stuffed by Condre Soto. Soto going to bring him down to the pitch. 
Soto. that time, they're just running a little bit more misdirection, trying to play around this wide receiver reverse that they've been doing. They fake the handoff, and uh, quarterback trying to hold on to it, but Soto all over that one. Third and long here for United. This could be the stop of the game for the Cards. Still a lot of football to be played. 6-15 and running left in this game. Lawrence only up by two, so they need a stop in order to uh, make, give themselves a little bigger of a cushion if they want to end up winning this game. Third down, 11 yards to go. Uh, Sataraju in the shotgun once again. He's got Ryan Besky, and it looks like we're going to get a timeout here from West Windsor Plainsboro United. And they, they look pretty confused on the offensive line there, so not sure that we're going to delay a game, so good call there. A lot to talk about with a third and 11 coming up here for United. They've got probably, arguably, the biggest play coming up of the game. If they're not able to convert this, they risk giving the Cardinals back the ball. And uh, the Cardinals can go down and waste a lot of this clock. Only six minutes remaining. Don't miss a second of Lawrence Cardinals football on 107.7 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Plug into the action via your mobile device. Download our free apps. Search WRRC1 in the Apple and Google Play stores to listen to every Cardinals game this season and the biggest hits and best variety on your smartphone, tablet, Apple CarPlay, and Android, Android Auto. Think about listening to the biggest hits and best variety on our way home. But uh, definitely a really good game, but a lot to work on. Even if the cards do win, defense has got to be the focus of their practices this week, especially coming up against a uh, really, really competitive Heightstown Rams team. So Naraju steps back, and it looks like we're going to get another penalty. Some more yellow laundry on the field, Sean. And we got to hope that this one is against uh, against United here because, and it looks like it is. Wow, huge call here for the Cardinals. This makes a third and manageable 11 to third and really long. And now they've probably got to think about going for it on fourth if they don't get the third here. So the stop of the game coming up here in just a couple of moments, ladies and gentlemen. United still in the huddle. And the Cardinals trying to come back from down 20 to 7 entering halftime by scoring 21 points in this second half. But here we go. Screen pass over. That is caught on along the lines. And a huge hit there. That was number four. That was uh, Jameson, uh, TJ Jameson on the carry. Jaden Caesar with the huge hit at the end to keep that from going anywhere. And now a huge decision here for United. Will they go for this on fourth and long with just five minutes and 25 seconds remaining here? I mean, you've got to go for it because you know how well Lawrence has been at clock management tonight. Just that third quarter, they spent about seven minutes with the ball, just running it with Soto and Dix all the way until they got into the end zone. And I think that's what they're going to have to do. As long as they can keep hold of the ball, knock on wood, as long as they can uh, stay here, here, a big fourth down coming up. Zatarucci rolling back. He's going to try and get a dart downfield. Moyan is wide open, and it's broken up. What a play by Musa Kamara. Breaks up the huge pass down the field. It was in the hands of the receiver, and Kamara makes the play of maybe his career. Walk that swagger, Musa. You just made probably 
one of the biggest plays of the game, but the Cardinals get the turnover on downs. 5-17 left in this game, and a huge fourth down stop from Musa Kamara. Wow. And now offensively, you got to keep the pace going. You know, don't try anything crazy. You want to keep this clock going for as long as you can. You know that United already burned a timeout on that last drive. So we'll see how the Cardinals come out here. First and 10 on their own 42-yard line. I imagine it's just going to be a, a string of run plays with both Soto and Dix. It looks like it is for this one. So uh, Brogel once again under center. He's got both Soto and Dix behind him. And it's going to be handoff to Soto in the backfield. Soto gets trucked, and he's going to gain about maybe two or three yards. But most important thing, keep that clock running. Keep the clock going. And with five, count of five minutes remaining here, time is running out for United. And these Lawrence fans just want the clock to run out as fast as possible. And the most important part right now, if you're one of these running backs holding on to this ball with the game on the line, is you cannot fumble the ball. Ball security is job security right now. And the same, yeah, same thing. Like, if they decide to throw it, just cannot risk an interception, just anything like that. Just cannot have a turnover by any means. Knock on wood. Knock on any piece of wood you got, ladies and gentlemen. Second and seven coming up here. Pass once again. A handoff once again to Soto. Soto's got a hole. Soto's got the first down. Soto's got a little bit more. And Soto, the big man with a plan, gets the first down and about five extra uh, yards. Don't let that man anywhere near your cookie gar jar, ladies and gentlemen. He is going to reach up and get that. But, man, Soto with the wheels. And, that, and just coming up across four minutes here. Can the Cardinals keep getting this clock to go down? It'll be first and ten. Four minutes exactly remaining in this game. Clock running down. And all the cards need to do, just keep this run going. It's once again to Soto. Soto on the run on the outside. He's going to try and get a lane. Finally, he's going to be brought down at the out, uh, out of bounds there by TJ Jamison. Jamison will bring him down, and that will stop the clock. So I don't know. I'm not sure why Soto was running to the outside because he marked out of bounds, stops the clock, and gives United just a little bit of time to potentially make something happen here with 3.37 left in this one. It seems as if he was just trying to pick up the more yards, but once the contact was made, it just drove him out a little bit more. It's a great job on the defender knowing that getting him out of bounds would stop the clock. Second and three here from West Windsor's 44-yard line. Brogel on her center for the millionth time again. He's going to hand it off to Soto once again. That is going to be brought down just short of the yard to gain. It will be third and one, maybe two. They're saying third and three. I think I thought it was a lot closer than that. But third and th short once again. Soto coming out of the game. And you got to think, are they going to potentially pass it? Dix does come in for Soto, though. So that's the, that's the biggest part of having this one-two punch. Once one goes out, the other one comes in. Huge third down here for the Cardinals. No receivers out. They're going to be running this ball up the breadbasket. And I'm thinking Bates gets this right up the middle. And now it's going to be Dix once again. Dix is going to get the first down. Dix with the first down conversion. And with 2.46 remaining, 
That is a Lawrence Cardinals first down, ladies and gentlemen. Jahad Dix with a four-yard run. And what a play. What a comeback so far. We still got 241 remaining, so don't hold your, just uh, don't count your chickens before they hatch, ladies and gentlemen. But what a comeback it has been all night. What a game. And now you still got to keep this going on the ground. I believe that is Soto still back there. Soto at the, Soto at the halfback. Brogel on the center once again. We'll get the snap. We'll hand it off once again. Soto up the middle. We'll get maybe a yard, maybe two with forward progress. And timeout, second of the half charge there by West Windsor Plainsboro United. They only have one more clock stopper left. But 2.09 left in this one. The Cardinals up 28 to 26. And I honestly have no idea who my player of the game. Actually, I have no idea who my player of the game is right now. I'm torn between Condre Soto and uh, Samise Walker. Soto because he's been a beast on the field all night long. But Walker with uh, making up for that uh, pass that he dropped with a fumble recovery on the kick on the punt. Yeah, I mean, there's a handful of people that could get it today, but, I mean, really, there's still a handful of people that could be potential player of the game because, I mean, this is still the biggest drive of the game right now. There's still a lot of game to be played here. Two minutes left, and a first down potentially wins it for the Cardinals. Only one timeout remaining here for United. They just cannot let United get the ball back because as we have seen quite a bit uh, in the first game of the season for United, their two-minute drill has been excellent. We saw it earlier in the game. Their two-minute drill, especially towards the end of the first quarter, excellent play from the this United team with under two minutes remaining. So second and nine, 2.09 left on, in the game. Ball on the 31-yard line. Brogo under center once again. He's going to hand it off to uh, Soto once again. Soto is going to get forklifted up in the air. He will be brought down, and West Windsor Plainsboro will use their final timeout of the half. And that will be the last clock stopper for United. No more timeouts left, and exactly at two minutes, the two-minute warning, essentially. Here, you know what? Yeah, two-minute warning, why not? <laughs> and on third and six now, or excuse me, fourth and six. No, I believe that is third and it six. It is third and six. Yes. They're uh, playing with the thing over there. It messed me up a little bit. But, uh, you know, you, you got one of the biggest decisions of the game coming up. Do you want to keep this clock going and run the ball one more time, potentially picking up the first down but missing out on a lot of yardage? Or would you rather throw the ball and try to get, you know, the guaranteed first down with the yardage. We'll see what they go with here, but they could potentially leave a lot of clock if they do go for the throw. Yeah, Lawrence's best friend is the clock right now, and 1077 The Bronx has a friend in Alexa. Download our free WRRC1 skill to listen to the Lawrence Cardinals and the biggest hits and best variety on your Amazon Echo device. Simply say, Alexa, play 1077 The Bronx to hear the Cardinals anytime and anywhere live from the gridiron. And live from the gridiron, third and five coming up. If Lawrence and if Lawrence converts on here, this could be the ball game, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a handoff to Soto once again. Soto up the gut. He's going to be brought down just short. He's going to be brought down a lot. Back to the original yard of scrimmage. 
Andre Soto almost had the first down, probably about a yard away, but smoked out by this defensive line from United, and that brings up a crucial fourth down with a minute and 35 remaining. I think if you're the Cardinals, you go for this. You're not I agree. necessarily close enough for the field goal, and the field goal doesn't do much for the clock, or I mean, for the game anyways, except for put you up by more than a field goal, well, which trying, United can win by right now. Well, the Cards trying to burn as much clock as possible. I believe they're going to call a timeout here. And indeed, they will call a timeout. That is Lawrence's second charge timeout of the half. So the cards will reassess and see what they're going to do, but a nail-biter of a finish with 109 left in this game. Cards up 28-26 to 26 over West Windsor-Plansbury United and a crucial fourth-and-four situation here in the waning seconds of this game. 109 left, one of the biggest plays. There's been a lot of big plays so far this game, but now this game, or this play, decides the game. It looks like Lawrence is going to most likely go for this, judging by the players in the huddle out there. We're just going to see how, uh, what they do. And meanwhile, um, uh, meanwhile in uh, the world of Ryder uh, sports, men's soccer unfortunately loses to Rutgers University, falls to the Scarlet Knights 1-2 for men's soccer. Men's soccer falls down to an 0-4 start of the season. So real tough break there for men's soccer after last year's down-to-the-wire championship battle against Marist. But a huge fourth down coming. The entirety of the West Windsor-Plainsboro School District rumbling the press box. Pray to God Sean and I don't die in a collapsed uh, press box. But here we go. Jihad Dix on the fourth down. He's going to get the uh, first down. And that is going to do it here, folks. That is a crucial first down pickup. And Jihad Dix gets it done on the ground. Jihad Dix says lights out uh, West Windsor. And Brogel will just have to take a knee and end this game. What a finish here by the Cardinals. This last drive, they did plenty in terms of taking clock off and also moving along on the field. Brogel in the middle of victory formation. Just has to kneel this ball down once, and Lawrence has got the victory. But what a comeback effort from the Cards. Still waiting to kneel this ball down. Brogel will take a knee, and I believe that should do it. And indeed it will. The clock will wind down, and what a comeback for your Lawrence Cardinals. 28 to 26, your final score here from West Windsor. Wow. What a game. That is, that is just exactly how to say it. Wow. What a comeback. They were down by 13 going into this half. We were saying that it just wasn't looking good for them the entire time, but they get it done. And what, what a game. Like we just said, your final score here on the road. The first home game of the season. And your Cardinals take victory here. Coming from behind, down 20-7. to seven, Entering halftime. And a stellar third quarter. The defense plugged up what it was able to. Got a little sketchy there in the fourth quarter. But a, a, punt, reco a punt muff recovery. And touchdown by... Uh, 
Tamise Walker ends up being the difference in this one here tonight. But we're not done just yet. Stay tuned as we will debrief the game and pick our player of the game as you're listening to the Lawrence Cardinals football on 107.7 The Bronx, WRRC-FM. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 98 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. High School Football on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten by Ryder University's Fall Open House. Discover Ryder University at a Fall Open House. Located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, Ryder's 280-acre campus provides an inclusive and vibrant living and learning community for students throughout the region and around the world. Explore the campus alongside a friendly and knowledgeable student tour guide and see our favorite spots, including the residence halls, Daly's Dining Hall, Cranberries, the Pub, and beautiful Centennial Lake. Meet with faculty and current students who will tell you more about life on campus and how Riders Engage Learning Program connects students with high-impact professional experiences. Financial aid counselors will also be available to answer questions about scholarship and aid opportunities. All students who visit will receive an application fee waiver. Plus, attending a Rider Open House can help you earn $1,000 for textbooks. Rider is where your future begins. Register today at rider.edu forward slash open house. That's rider.edu forward slash open house to see what it's like to be a Ryder Bronk. And that wraps up another game on the gridiron. But wait, who was the player of the game? What was the move of the matchup? Your Bronk broadcasters are about to answer those questions. Welcome to the Lawrence Cardinals postgame show, underwritten by Ryder University. Discover Ryder University at a fall open house. Register today at ryder.edu slash open house. Regardless if Lawrence won or lost, here are Sean Johnson and Zach Helford to discuss the Cards' performance only on 1077 the Bronx. And we are back with the Lawrence Cardinals football on 1077 The Bronx WRRC FM. The Cardinals take victory for the second time this season. Snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat. 28-26 to against West Windsor Plainsbury United. Trace, uh, Trey Wright and Sean Johnson on the call here for the debrief. And Sean, I, <laughs> I can't believe that game. Yeah, that game was all over the place. I mean, as we were kind of saying before we wrapped up that fourth quarter, the Cardinals looked like they were pretty defeated coming into this game. They came out so slow. United scored quick, and they scored easy. Yeah, that first half was just nothing short of a disaster for the Cardinals, especially in that first quarter with a failing to recover an onside kick, accidental accidental onside kick at that, and then just uh, going down in the gutter 12 points early, got the quick touchdown on their on the offense's second play from scrimmage by Keandre Soto, but second quarter unfortunately fell apart there defensive-wise. We're down 20 to uh, 20 to 7 coming into the half and then getting the ball half uh, back in the second half 
guns blazing, full cylinders, whatever hyperbole you want to say. The cards went down and kicked some uh, West Windsor Plainsboro, but in that third quarter and in that fourth quarter, the game-winning play uh, um, from um, from a Samis Walker after giving up a really really bad uh, not gonna like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. That was a bad dropped pass from Giovanni Brogel on fourth down. On third down, to set up the punt, but right on the punt, he was able to pick up the fumble from the West Windsor Plainsboro United player and able to get that uh, get the pig in the pig uh, uh, in the house for six points. But just <laughs> I don't know. I honestly just I'm actually stunned that I actually got to call a win for one. So how about that? <laughs> yeah. So that that does make Smith Walker our uh, our. Cardinal of the game. He did come up with that big uh, drop uh, <clears throat> uh, fumble off of the punt and then took it into the end zone. So he's definitely uh, going to win some of our rewards here from the Bronx. Yeah, but we do definitely want to shout out Keandre Soto and Jihad Dix. The run game was borderline unpeckable here tonight for the Cards. So shout out to both those guys. And then Giovanni Brogel, probably his game of the season tonight, staying cool under pressure, going into the locker room. I'm sure Radis and Brogel just gave an incredible speech that rallied the boys back into this game. Third quarter stayed well under pressure. And then just Giovanni Brogel and just the entire offense leading the Cards to a victory. But they definitely got to work on defense, especially we saw late in the game. Uh, just a little bit of sketchy defense, and then obviously in the first half, defense was just all over the place. They absolutely got to work on that in preparation for Heightstown on uh, next Friday. Absolutely. Heightstown should be a good opponent. It's another one of those 50-50 games for the Cardinals, and right now they've got some momentum going into it, especially after a big comeback win. Yeah, but that's just going to about do it. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's broadcast of Lawrence Cardinals football, and we will see you. Uh, next Friday night, back at home against the Heightstown Rams at 6 p.m. right here on 1077 The Bronx WRRC. On behalf of Sean Johnson, I have been Trey Wright. Thank you for tuning in to Lawrence Cardinals Football, and we will see you next Friday night under the lights only on 1077 The Bronx.